two, three, four. In this podcast, you will only hear Knights of Vader, Knights of Vader, includes but is not led to who talk of Star Wars, not Reagans. We can't truly prepare for the junk that follows this song, but hey, we give it a try. So here's the Knights of Vader. Crystal Fox reports they are divided. For equal sequel, hate and love they fight I know that we are just musicians hired. Their time is up, so here's the Knights of Vader. Impressive. Most impressive. A big thank you to Inspiriority Complex for providing our theme song. It is April 28th, 2021. My name is Zach Weber, and joining me is the master of the Hasbro helmets, Zanger. Uh, I believe you're supposed to refer to me as Grand Admiral Zanger. Okay, we're still on that kick a month later. And insert joke about Canadian vintage collecting here, Chris Porteous. After the last time that you claimed I was third or fourth, I've been completely barred from the list, so I no longer have an official ranking. Oh, my God. All right. Yes, folks, we are back. We are back to talk about The Bad Batch, the second most underwhelming thing Lucasfilm has given us this year. I, am I wrong in saying that? Like the High Republic, like like we kind of decided that kind of was what DOA for the most part, and that like they keep just like pumping that out. And like I haven't read it still. I know Zenger's not thrilled with it. Um, oh, not thrilled have... with it would be um like an understatement. I am comp- I okay. I don't know which is worse, that or Young Sheldon. <laughs> and I mean Young bad, Sheldon huh? as that in bad, huh? um Thrawn. Oh, the, oh. the prequel oh. Thrawn thing. I, I am attempting to get through it. It's a lot the of second one or the though. first one. The first one. First one's pretty good from <clears throat> the first young Sheldon. Um, Thank you. I, I I'm <laughs> you're welcome. I I got about like a third of the way through that. Like I was enjoying. It. I just didn't have any time to sit down and read it. I'm I mean it's okay. It's it's just Thrawn being Thrawn doing Thrawn stuff. But I'm like this is all we want. Uh, I'm like I, I kind of like him want. when he's when he's around the Empire and. And in, in doing something well, I'm vaguely familiar with. Well, the thing about it is that, like, with Thrawn in the Empire, he's the only competent person in the room, which is fun. It's fun to see a person that's good at their job around people that are horrible. Um, the thing about the like, young Thrawn books is that, like, he's, like, just one intelligent person amongst a bunch. And mm-hmm. it's like, eh? Eh? Like, it, it could be better. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's solid, but, like, there's room for improvement. From what I'm hearing about that second book that just was released yesterday Jeez. is that there's there, – it's even more of that. Like, it, it's so removed from, like, Star Wars proper that, like, you could just take – like, change some of the names. It could be its own property. That's what I'm hearing. Well, here's the thing. I, I, have, I have tried to get through Dune. I have – Continuously <laughs> tried to get through Dune, and and, and audio booking Young Sheldon is making me go. I feel I'm just trying to get through Dune again. Zenger just like you know what I'm gonna go up on Dune. And I'm gonna read Atlas Shrugged instead. Zenger's like I I'm just gonna what? go through all all the ginormous like American literature. If you're comparing Young Thrawn to Dune, perhaps it's like the most authentic sci-fi Star Wars we've had in a long while. Exactly. Well, no, I'm, just, like, I'm just comparing it, it as different. 
as I mean, it's it's interesting and it's great. It's just if you wanted anything to do with like, like I think once per every other chapter, there's some reference that you're like, oh wait, I get that. Like they 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 talked about the Sith Wars or something at one point, and I was like, oh wait, that's a reference to something I understand. And then they per- immediately started talking about Skywalkers, and um, for you at home, it's not people. It's 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 not like a you know how everyone's a Skywalker. Apparently, Qui Gon may maybe a Skywalker ancestor or something. Now I I'm done with extended universe BS. While continuing to read extended universe BS, it's called canon, <laughs> sir. It's yeah. called exactly. Well, no, like, it's I called blasphemy like... at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. Like I don't know, like. Like, okay, and we're going to get into this because obviously, like, okay, we're going to get to the Bad Batch, I promise. But, like, this, because obviously it's been a while since we've talked about just, like, general Star Wars stuff. It's been, what, like, th- what four months since the Mandalorian episode? Um, it's just that, like, it's weird the position that Star Wars is in right now. Like, it's it's like it's weird to think that the most exciting thing about Star Wars right now is that you and McDonald did an article, or did, like, what, anything in Vanity Fair about, like, like just an interview, and he's like... Yeah, the prequels sucked. Nobody liked them. And I'm like, okay, I'm glad we're going right back to that narrative again. I'm like, I'm glad that in, like, what, 16 years, we're right back to where we started. Just crapping on the hey, prequels. Hold, uh, hold on, hold on. So, like, do you have an exact quote? Like, did we really get something like that? that yes, really, yes. Like, I, I, that's I, gross. Okay, I'll, look, I'll get it right now. Like I said, okay, I, I am embellishing for dramatic uh, effect, but let me get, I'll get you the exact quote right here. Well, um, what, you know, what I would, I'm hoping... I'm hoping that when you dig up this quote, that it's something more to the effect of idiots didn't appreciate them at the time, but no, but it's him. Like it's him like regurgitating the, uh, the basically the, okay. Yeah. But it's like, but if, if they were so bad, we wouldn't want to see him in that role again. Like where, like it's, there's something missing in that narrative. I gotta say, I gotta find it. Um, Oh God, where is it? Because oh, they're talking about him coming back to the role. It's the same thing that always happens. Like, like these actors complain about. Um, okay, uh, where is it? Give me. Oh, I'm I'm just trying to go through the article real fast right now. I think he he probably also like really hated the kid who played him in The Shining. <laughs> like, he, probably, he, he probably thought that that kid did a terrible job because the popular narrative, which lets him do uh, The Shining three. Um, Mutants United is that the first movie was bad. Mm. This is great podcasting. No, I'm trying. I'm trying I to try, find I, it. I, I try. I tried to fill some air while you were looking at, but uh, I, so they posted the whole interview, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a Hollywood Reporter. Um, Okay. You know, I'm just watching. Okay, here it is. Okay, thing on loop. Oh, oh, you, okay. You, you I found the quote. This is this is what you and McDonald said. Uh, looking back, McGregor, whose subtle Obi Wan was seen as a bright spot in the troubled series, acknowledged oh, that oh it was quote was hard. They didn't get well received. That was quite difficult. They were universally not very much liked. End quote. So okay, it's a narrative that nobody liked these movies. You know, they made a fortune back in the day. Every even Attack of the Clones made a fortune in 2002. I will, I will give him. You know, he said it's hard that they weren't well received. He is putting they the blame well on the. 
He is putting the blame on the audience, at least, and rather than the product, sort of. It's their fault for not understanding yeah. its genius. But this is, but this is, but, but it goes back to that. Like everybody, like, that's the thing. Those movie, like movies that aren't well liked, people don't go see. Like that's the thing is that like movies don't like you look at Attack of the Clones in two thousand two. That thing made like six hundred and something million dollars worldwide. That would be good by today's standards for like a blockbuster like in the sense of like like it'd be like okay like this is solid this was like a decade before that became like the norm like everybody forgets like iron man 2 comes out in 2010 and like 600 million dollars was considered like wow and eight years er earlier attack of the clones does it and it's like eh just because <clears throat> spider-man almost got to a billion because spider-man was just weird sort of just pop culture tour de force because there's nothing of the quite clones like that Attack of the Clones did it amidst bad reviews at the time, which is the amazing I know. Part. Which, and then, yeah, which, that's the thing. And then, like, you get to like again, like Phantom Menace comes out in '99, almost cracks a billion dollars in '99, which, like, Titanic again, second highest grossing movie of all time at that moment, only to Titanic. But Attack of the Clones falters but, by like. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, but I'll never forget uh, Roper giving Attack of the Clones a thumbs up. Like, I was like, my man. Exactly. And then, like, Revenge of the Sith comes out and it makes like 850 in 2005. And it only came in second worldwide to, uh, I think, Gobble the Fire that year by maybe, I think, like, only like $30 million. So, like, I just, like, I don't get this narrative. Like, the films all did well. Like, they all made money. They all sold their merchandise. Like, outside of maybe The Phantom Menace, because that was just overproduced to such an extreme, like, level. But, like, I, I just don't get where that comes from. Like, and I wonder, like, now, like, in, in, like I said, I promise we'll get to the Bad Batch. But it's like, it's like what's happening right now at The Force Awakens. Is that, like, trust me, I am the loudest complainer about when it comes to The Force Awakens. But, like, now people are like, yeah, that movie sucked. I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. I was there in December 2015 where all these goddamn goobers, whether they be filthy casuals or hardcore fans, were losing their minds over this. And I was like, folks, this is subpar. This is not like the prequels did it better. And then like it was weird that like again to this day, Rogue One is the lowest grossing Star Wars film of the Disney era. Yeah, like, and out, funny like, enough, it's the, Solo, which is it's the most well received and like the most praised out of I know. all of like you ask anybody and nobody has a bad opinion about Rogue One, minus like maybe three people. Exactly. And I'm and coming for the them. lowest. It's the lowest grossing Star Wars film of the Disney era, barring Solo, which was an outlier. And that was just poor marketing, well, poor planning. It's, I mean, I guess it's hard to make an exception when there's only five of them, but that is a unique circumstance when they reshot they, some high percentage of it. But that's the thing, though, is that, like, if, like, okay, like, when you look at, like, Disney Star Wars and you look at, like, what's considered, quote-unquote, controversial... Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. Easily the most controversial films from the fans' perspective when it comes to reception. And yet, like, Last Jedi's the second highest grossing movie of the Disney era. Like, like the proof is in the pudding. That film, like, financially, quantitatively speaking, it's, it's there. People like that movie. And, like, even Rise of Skywalker, which you can tell people were kind of burned out at that point. But, like, still, like, people might not be thrilled with it, but, like, it, it, it got across the finish line. Did it? 
it did. I don't think people were thrilled with it, but like I, I still, I still to this day defend my phrasing of it's the most unintentionally brilliant Star Wars film ever made. So I, I don't know about you guys, but I listen to like some other, um, some other podcasts that I won't name that are like as close as you can get to loving everything that Disney does, and okay. like they will not defend Rise of Skywalker. Okay, well, I appreciate you not naming Zing this, but I mean, I can defend myself. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't want it to go to your head. <laughs> but okay, yeah. but this is the thing. That, but go. this is the thing about the Rise of Skywalker. But this is the thing about the Rise of Skywalker that I find fascinating, and, what, and we're going to tie this into uh, Star Wars toy collecting. Is that like the Rise of Skywalker out of like? any star wars property ever got the least amount of merchandise like devoted to it and yet now people like that merchandise now is surging in price because everybody's realizing like oh crap this was it like we're not getting anything else from this movie what five figures from the movie and that's it what ray poe zori bliss knight of ren and i think there's one more oh uh in the jet, in the Sith troopers, there's two Sith troopers. There's a, yeah, there's a Sith trooper and a Sith jet trooper, and I'm not looking so stupid trading my Kenner colors black series Boba Fett for that wave now. It's looking, it's looking no. good. I can all honestly, you probably quadrupled your money. I, I, if you're looking at this like solely like in a dollars like point of view, you probably quadrupled your money. That early Canada leak was very amusing, but those figures are pretty <laughs> good. Like, <clears throat> like I've never really. Like I got uh, one of that whole wave for the movie. I got one to open and one to keep carded for the three and a three quarter stuff. And like they started the phase printing like that. Ray is a pretty great figure, honestly. And like it came with a bunch of stuff. The Sith Trooper is kind of cool. I don't remember seeing him in the movie, but like I like the design. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like Star Wars is at a very weird point right now. Where once again, like obviously the current state of the world isn't doing it any favors. But on top of that, it's just the notion that I think Disney once again doesn't know what Star Wars is. They just they just don't know what to do with it. And it's just like it, it's grasping at straws. And this is where we'll nicely transition into the Bad Batch. But they're just like, well, like 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 what is it that people want to see? Well, they like Clone Wars. Yeah, but that ended. So what are we gonna do? Just, we'll just, just, pick, on- just pick up right where it left off. On that on that note, I mean, I, this is a slight tangent, but have you guys ever heard of an uh, of an app, a new a new revolutionary social media app called Clubhouse? Sounds like a Canadian oh. thing. Okay, well, this is an invite only social media app where they have discussions about everything, and it's like podcasting only it's never saved, right? And there's a Star Wars group on there, and you better believe I listened to it uh, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and they have like a weekly meetup where they just talk about it's just like super filthy casuals like concepts, right? Like basic bare bones like Star Wars stuff, and so positive and and like uh, sequel trilogy um, loving, and like they're just talking about how great the like sequel trilogy is. And then they have to, um, not anyone can talk. They have to like sort of spotlight someone to talk, right? And this guy, they spotlight this guy who identified, I forget his name, but he identified himself as the voice actor who played Obi-Wan in like the like Phantom Menace era video games. <laughs> and like this guy, Whoa. And, and this guy just, this guy just started dropping like so much stuff like, 
what it, I, I just reminded me when you said Disney doesn't know what Star Wars is. He was like, well, you know, with that sequel trilogy, and he sang it in like basically an Obi Wan voice. They didn't. They thought they knew better than the hero's journey and archetypal stories. And they thought, you know, we, we know better than that. We're going to structure the narrative this way. And it, and, and just the aghast at which this group was hearing this, this, he went on for like 20 minutes about just like why he thought the sequel trilogy was not successful from a sort of Joseph Campbell perspective. And they all just like had no idea what to say. And it was a beautiful thing. And I'm so sad it wasn't recorded because it was like Dollar General Obi-Wan explaining what's wrong with the sequel trilogy to a bunch of people who love it. It was a beautiful thing. And I, I agree that like they probably didn't look at structuring the story from the same vantage point. But they but that's the thing, though, is that like they tried with The Force Awakens and they then want to do something different. And that clearly didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I suppose, like, The Force Awakens is one of those things where it's like, it played it safe enough that it didn't offend anyone. But, but it didn't, like, like, Lucas said it best himself. Like, this didn't bring anything new to the table. But that's but okay. But this is the thing that I find like okay, like I said, we're, we're gonna by tie this into the Bad Batch. I promise. But like, because this is okay. This is how I'm gonna tie this into the Bad Batch. Is that like you? I, I watched all the Bad Batch like marketing, kind of absorbed a lot of the stuff. I even rewatched the story arc from the Clone Wars with them. And essentially, what the Bad Batch is gonna be, it's gonna be Star Wars eighteen. Like that's just what it's going to be. It's gonna be that for at least the first season. And but like, I think that's the thing with Disney though, is that like Hollywood. Is built on the philosophy of X married to Y equals what I want to do. Like, there's the infamous story, and again, if you listen to Cinematis, Rob and I always kind of just like at this point mock it. Is like Jimmy C goes to like 20th Century Fox, and he's like Romeo and Juliet on that, and he paints like he paints like a portrait of the Titanic. And I think that's what Star Wars is becoming now. Is that like okay, we're going to do the Bad Batch? What is it? It's the A Team, but Star Wars. It's like oh, like. <clears throat> it's like, well, what are we going to do with uh, another property, like the High Republic? It's Star Trek, but Star Wars. And it's like, and that's just what it is. They're so, it's, to so it's just a sandbox within which you can do stories that other movies have tried rather than trying to center it on the sort of hero's journey that the original trilogy was sort of focused on. Well, yeah, like in the sense of like, it's kind of like, as I've seen it, the James Bond conundrum. Where James Bond has more or less been like a reflection of the whoever's like popular in the culture at the moment it's released. Like whether it be like Moonraker, Casino Royale, um, <clears throat> Goldeneye, like it's always more like less like a reflection of what's popular at that moment. Quantum of and, Solace. What, the writer's strike? Yeah, it's a reflection of it. That was an <laughs> awful movie. That's amazing that if Quantum of Solace is a writer's strike movie, like that's amazing because like you could almost see it. Like, exactly. like a mile away. You can exactly. see these the picket signs in the background. Mm, Daniel Craig helped write that movie. Uh, um, we got a revolutionary idea. We're gonna do an actual sequel in James Bond. Yeah, pretty much. Which was what The Last Jedi was. A genuine continuation of the first film where it left off. And there you go. Like that's the thing. It's like Disney tried this is the thing about Disney. Disney's always been since 
forever a highly reactive company. Like they like they don't like taking risks. They love playing within the sandbox. And then like you have the Last Jedi, which is them like <clears throat> you have Ryan Johnson that was writing that film as JJ was filming The Force Awakens. JJ was changing things constantly. And then like Force Awakens is more or less like in the can by like December 2016. And they sit on it for almost a year, making just minimal changes here and there. And then it comes out and it becomes this weird sort of like like cultural touch point in the Star Wars fandom. And Disney goes, oh, God. And they and they panic. And that's when Mandalorian was being like in pre-production and being written. And that's where you get the Mandalorian where it's like, oh, God, like, what did we do? And it's like we're going to sit there kind of do a full stop. In reverse, because we're afraid of what might happen. And that's the thing that's weird right now is that, like, you have, like, the ending of The Mandalorian Season 2, which I would say is one of the very few things in the last decade has received a universal acclaim across the entire spectrum of the fan base. Like, I don't think there's a single Star Wars fan that's upset the way Luke was portrayed in those final, what, seven minutes? Um, but like, That's probably the, generous, the, but yes. Sure, but still, I don't think anyone's that more angry. six, but yes, very generous. <laughs> but still, it's that idea that like Lucasfilm did nothing to build off of that. Like, let's take again, once again, everybody knows Chris and I are the action figure people. Like, you have what, what's it, uh, the Falcon and Silver Arm, and like you have that six episode come out with Anthony Mackie in like the Captain America costume. Whoa, and spoiler like, alert. Yeah, huh? Okay. If if you haven't seen the ending of Endgame where he hands him the shield, I guess. But if you're Ellie, wait, we we need an entire six, I mean six miniseries episode miniseries to explain how he gives said shield away, but then gets it back. Exactly. That, that what I'm realizing between WandaVision and Falcon and Silver Arm is that the TV shows are there solely because you just like Marvel. You do not need to watch them to understand the story. They're just there to kind of just like, 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 what's the word? They're time wasters. Like, not in a bad way, but they are there to move people and and ideas around so that they aren't burning movies on them anymore. Because a WandaVision movie would not have worked. A Winter Soldier and Captain Falcon would not have worked either. I mean, sorry, Winter. We're calling him now Captain Falcon. Winter, Winter, Winter Falcon and Soldier. Silver Arm. Ever ever since. Uh, Russ said that to me. It's Captain Falcon and Silver Arm. That is the name of the show. It, so get, what Zach said, it's it's just moving parts in, into place instead of them burning an entire subplot in a movie on it now. I don't think it's even moving into place because like we're basically right back to where we lo- left off at the end of it. Well, I'm, I'm talking like, more. He has more the shield. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm t- so you, so you, nothing's changed. So you mean as someone who watched none of it, I am completely caught up. That's great. Yes, exactly. It's it's um exactly. Wanda's like doing something with magic and vision. There's a vision floating around right now that might or might not have the memories of the original vision, and um. They brought Vision back to life. Like the one character that died in like Infinity War and stayed dead, they brought back to life. And then like. And then Bucky's having to deal with the issues of his past while uh, Falcons. Yeah, wasn't that the point of Civil War? No, these yeah. are other issues with his past. What? Okay, the point of it. Okay, before we get into the Marvel rabbit hole, the point of this being is that like Anthony Mackie is Captain America, and like literally like the day after they like they do like like a full like PR blitz with toys. 
like uh like Colbert, like Matthew Mackey's on uh, the Colbert thing. Like they're doing all this stuff, like hyping it up, being like, oh man, like like you just saw him like in the Captain America costume. He's Captain America now. They're capitalizing on the hype. And then you have Luke Skywalker at the end of the Mandalorian season two. Everyone's like, oh man, like they're jacked. And Lucasfilm's just like, here's some High Republic. Everyone's just like, like, like the three people there, like what? And they're like, yeah. And, and like those three people are already gone. And it's like, okay, like here's your books. And that's it the makes thing, me, like, <laughs> it makes me so happy that virtually no one is sticking up for the High Republic. Like I can't find anyone who really is. If well, it let, didn't let, use let, let me put this. Let me put Yoda. The entire time. Whoa, 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 Chris. In order for someone to stick up for it, they have to read it first. And I did. I can talk about it. You turn air horn noise it. here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Gungan in it. That's a lunatic, and even that didn't sell me. There is another character called Yoda that they keep on talking about because God <laughs> forbid they have another character. So every other you're saying they've been avoiding Yoda do so Zinger, holy hold on like stop everything Zinger, are you caught up on high republic media yeah technically no, i read not. the book no he's not he read one book there's like seven and, and, and that was like four of the comic. i should have <laughs> Zinger's not caught up he was caught up for about 15 minutes. how many com- how <laughs> many comics are there like six issues or something I don't. There's at least three out so far right now. I think there's like January, February, March. There should be a god. I think it might be, might be up to five by now. Like next month, like by like May. Like okay. And the, the rock and the and and the geo thing is real, right? What? Yeah, that's real. That yeah, that was in one. That was in I think one of the books. There's the yeah geo yeah who's yeah yeah it's real. I I appreciate what they're doing, but at the same time, I'm like I could be less interested in this. I mean, it's new Star Wars stuff, cool, but. I just don't like how it has to rely on I okay, this is oxymoronic because I'm saying I don't like the new Thrawn stuff because it doesn't rely on any existing Star Wars stuff, but I hate the new Republic stuff because it relies too much on existing Star Wars stuff. I'm a very confused individual and I think I'm a perfect voice for the Star Wars fan of this day and age. Anyways, Disney but like, what, please but make like, a show is, I like. Okay, hold on a sec. But this is the question though. Is it like we have the Bad Batch coming out in less than a week? It pre- it premieres May fourth. Um, Maybe with like you. clearly this is this thing is not going to sit there get like a fraction of the attention that the Mandalorian did does did. Uh, but like that, this is the question though. Is that like what is Disney want want? Is this just filler? Until like like what like what's the next big Star Wars thing after Bad Batch? Uh, the Book of Boba Fett. Season three of Mandalorian. That's not, but like season three of Mandalorian is until like November of twenty what twenty two. Sure. So like now you're, now, now you're getting to like the thing I can't help but wonder. It's like, like what you were saying about Falcon and Winter Soldier. There are certain episodes of the Mandalorian season one and two that honestly feel like a pointless side quest of a video game where they told him to do this random task and get over to this planet and that feels like i don't need to know where i don't need to know the middle part of this story i just need to know where it begins and where it ends and i mean it helps that those are actually unique characters to that series on like falcon and winter soldier so like there's sort of a self-contained narrative there but there, there certainly are episodes that feel like filler episodes out of whatever it is 16 episodes something like that maybe less 
Wait, a Falconer oh. soldier? There's six. No, no six? I'm talking about all of Mandalorian. But um, oh. whatever it is, something like that, right? Um, well, like, okay. Like, I will concede that in any television series, not every episode can be like, like, there needs to be some like breather episodes where stuff just happens. Like, not every, right, not every that, episode can be high stakes. Right. But at the end of the day, in the scheme of the Star Wars saga, Din Jaren is Joe Mandalorian and he doesn't actually matter that much. So why? No, he work? will. He will because he's gonna be he's gonna play a huge part in Mandalore history. Like you wait and see. Like like it's like what what's his name? John Carl Esposito said he's like, oh man, if you like my character season two, wait until we get to season three. But and then Mandalore, he, like, but be- Mandalore history is not really like 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 if you're looking at the the, the like episode one to nine, Mandalore history doesn't even mean anything. But that's the thing, though, is like this is Disney not knowing what they're doing in the sense, not okay, not knowing, but just kind of like not having a plan. They're they're trying, they're they're making this up as they go along, and that's the thing, though. They're just kind of like and they're being reactive, like it, it's the Warner Brothers DC thing where it's like, oh, it's like, oh, Man of Steel comes out, and it's like, oh, it didn't make as much money. How do we sit there make it like guarantee it makes more money? We'll throw Batman in there. Oh well, crap, that makes like like only a couple hundred million dollar more, hundred well, that- million dollar more. It's That's very reactive, like weird. planning. That's where it gets weird because um, supposedly, if we're to believe what we're hearing, Rogue Squadron is the first movie on the docket that takes place post Episode Nine, right? The, I, I do want to say that, like, the post Episode Nine thing for that movie is a rumor. Like that, like, nobody knows for certain. That is apparently they like when that like we have not heard anything officially about that since that like awkward like Patty Jenkins like like getting naked in the back like in the trunk of a Tesla. Exactly what it was. Exactly what it was. One of the strangest like pieces of like PR I've ever seen. But like we don't know what that is. Like from what I've, I've never heard. Listen, as someone who works painstakingly with people in in, in in companies to read off a teleprompter and not sound awkward, that was the one of the most awkward teleprompter readings I've ever heard. And it's like Give her another take, guys. Like, slow it down a bit or something. Like, they used the whole just... take with her rollerblading. Yeah. She kept crashing. They had to do retakes, and they used up all the film for that day. She's so just they only had one take. She's just she's just speed running through that script. Like, there's no emotion whatsoever. But like, but While that's what I mean. An though. Emotional story. Oh my god, it's Star Wars again. But this is the thing, though, is that, like, A, from what I've heard, that, like, that deal was signed literally, like, two, three days before that, like, promo video was filmed. Um, and, and on top of that, like, I don't, like, after the very contemptuous, like, reception to Wonder Woman 1984, I don't see that film held by Patty Jenkins coming to fruition. I just don't, because Warner Brothers wants her to prioritize Wonder Woman number three. I just don't see it. Lucasfilm's too reactive. It's for the same reason why that, like, we got the Ryan Johnson announcement. What? Almost four years ago now, and like people still ask Ryan Johnson about that, and he's like, "Like, I'm signed to it, but like until they tell me to prioritize it, I can't really do anything." Like, like, like they signed yeah, me, no. but like they're telling me see, not. They're telling me like not to worry about it. So like I'm kind of yeah. in a holding pattern. That's what that's I don't like about this. Happens. That's what I don't like about this. Patty Jenkins, I want them to, like, if they want to prioritize, like, having a female director for a feature, like, give me somebody who, like, has never done anything besides music videos. You know, like, take a chance on somebody. Don't pick from, like, the, like... But that's what they did with Ryan Johnson, though. Like, and Gareth Edwards. They only had a very limited track record 
And they they like even look at Lord Miller. Like, yes, those guys had a track record, but it was very much like outside their comfort zone. And now you get Cowboy Hat Man, John Favreau, and Robert Rodriguez. They're very established people. Yeah, you know, there's something ultimately mildly unexciting about the Mandalorian. And uh, and maybe I'm probably completely alone in thinking that. But like, you almost know that there's not going to be like a like bewildering curveball. I but this is the thing though. I I remember those rumors that we were he- okay. Okay, there's, there's a lot to freaking discuss right now. Uh, but like, you you also have the giant question mark in this that kind of is a what? Oh god, what would be the a disruptor in the equation is Disney Plus. Disney Plus is a giant disruptor in how everybody, including the studio system, which has been operating more or less the same for the last 30 years, and that, like, there's things like – I kind of wanted to save this discussion for, for what we originally had planned for this. But, like, there's the thing of, like, oh, they released the animated holiday special footage, like, in HD on Disney Plus. And it's, like, that means they have, like, at, at the very least, a master copy of it. Well, not necessarily because oh, they yes, did they put they have they, did, they well, have okay they do but they did put the animated clip out on the Blu-ray before and they could have just sure. easily worked from that. Sure, that's funny, but that still means they have they might not have. I, I, I would be shocked if they don't have the original negative, but at the very least they have a master somewhere. I think I think literally the only like the, the only reason you'll never see that is because of one particular scene. The Wookie, Wookie Dad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think just that is what Diane Carroll. Yeah, I think just that is what's stopping you. And I think they think it's too weird if they just cut out that one part because people talk about it. No, because they want people. Because thing, like, they're George Lucas. Remember, Kathleen Kennedy is also friends with Lucas, like on a private level. Like he considered that, like that was his just, like, like that was his lowest point where he had the least amount for a man that was a control freak. That was when he had the least amount of control over what was happening. Like I said, I. I don't see that series ever getting HD right, treatment because right. nobody cares about it. Like it's right it- beside. Well, first of all, I mean, like, like um, the tape, the copies of it you can find. In a sense, they're like the purest version because, like, that's the only, like, that's the quality anyone ever saw when it came out. So yeah. it's not like a meet th- a movie that came out in theaters where, like. If you were sitting there and you had your your butt in the seat and you're looking at a 35 millimeter projection where you're actually seeing it in like and you're in the 70s and you're seeing it in like basically 4K because it's like a real proje- like 35 millimeter projection. It's not like that. Like everyone who saw the holiday special saw it in garbage quality, like original. And that's but like that adds to the charm of it, though. Right, I but it's out there. See that you can get HD? it. That's what I mean, though. But like, uh, but that's okay. But getting to the point of all this is that, like, like you have them. Like, again, think about it. early in April, they have like, oh, we're like doing the animated classics of Lucasfilm. Like, we're giving you the animated thing of the holiday special. We're giving you like Tarkovsky's Clone Wars. We're giving you Ewoks. We're giving you all this stuff. Um, the droids cartoon. They wouldn't be doing that unless they were desperate for content. They're desperate for content also, right now. Also, this is a great time to poll you guys. Like, what do we feel about the likelihood that Detours is actually going to? Oh my god! Like, Detours? like, just yes, do it, yes. But like, do you think it will actually happen? 
Because I, I, is I, it I, was I, it what what was the rumor May fourth? I have yeah. I have vacation days it's, saved up to call in, just dead to work, and then be like, see you on Tuesday, and then hang up the phone and just sit and watch. Because because that would Absorb. be the ultimate evidence ultimate evidence of desperate for content. But this is the thing though. If we don't get that, I, like if we don't get that by May, but, but like all right, is Star Wars. Okay, this is the thing though. Is Star Wars detours like it's filler? Like, there's two tiers of content. There's filler content, and then there's like content that will actually drive subscribers to the like streaming service. That is filler content. No one's gonna sign up for Disney Plus that who isn't already subscribed. Gonna do so for Star Wars detours. They're just not. How do, you, how do you how do you view the how do you view the Ewok movies? Because like that's something where if you wanted to watch it before that, you you had to drop fifty bucks on eBay for a DVD. But like that's like that's insanely niche though, like insanely niche. Like, but that was something like that's okay, there, there's a difference. The the Ewok series and the droids cartoon is nostalgia. That is rooted in nostalgia. You can't have nostalgia for something that's never that you never watched, unless you're Zanger. Unless you're Zanger, <laughs> nobody is nostalgic for Detours. Am I wrong in thinking that? No, you are one hundred percent correct. But you know, but I think you're right and wrong because, like, the people who are who, the people who live through the the uh, the perfection of the robot chicken era of uh, oh, Palpatine. Oh, oh, oh. That's the people who want detours, and uh, you're but not getting those robots through that period. But but that's the thing though. The people who live through that era of like Star Wars fandom, like the late 2000s, like there's people that like if they ever did release Star Wars detours on Disney Plus, will torrent it. They're not gonna like if they're not already subscribed to Disney Plus, they're not going to for that. That is not a just like Hack Snyder's Justice League. Like that is not really? that level of incentive. I don't I, think so. I mean, I like I, you're probably right, but like I feel like if I weren't if I weren't already a Disney shell subscribed to Disney Plus, I would probably subscribe just for detours. Like if, I if might I get heard. a second, but you're okay, but just to have a second <laughs> subscription. Oh my god! I but like Chris, you are, theory. but Chris, uh, yeah, fine. But Chris, this is the thing though, is that like. Like when it comes to like, like you and I and Zenger are like a definition of like super fans. Like the moment Disney bought Star Wars in 2012, they had our money. They'll have our money until the day we die for every single like movie. They're gonna have it. Like they know we are just died in the wool, like like uh, hardcore that's, fans. That's so they're not, true. They're but not I was, doing. Uh, they're not listen, doing this for us. They're doing that, it for the normies. That's so true, and I was I was so sad that day. I never thought we'd like I you know I I like it turned out like I think I've said this before, but it turned out reflecting on it some seven or eight years later, it turned out seventy percent the way I thought it would. I didn't think we'd ever get anything like at least as good as the Mandalorian, so like, it could have been worse. But that's the thing, though, is that like okay well okay but go back to this and this is again i'm very frustrated that we i'm trying folks i'm trying to get this back on the bad batch but like there's i remember this was back in like 2000 i don't know 18 maybe early 2019 there was a tweet that was going around or an instagram post i don't know but the thing was it was a picture of the ray kylo ren praetorian fight uh praetorian guard fight sequence in thrones like throne room and it says like can you imagine showing someone this in 2012 after the disney announcement being like this is what star wars gonna look like in like 
five years. And that's the thing is that like Disney has been like as much as we complain about them, they have like their era of Star Wars is unique. Like, like, there's no like. Yes, they 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 rest on the laurel of nostalgia, like very, very hard. But at the same time, though, like if you look at any of the eras of Star Wars, you can tell what something is from. Like you but can isn't like, it, almost visually. But but it, but isn't it realistically just the second era of Star Wars though? Not really, because I think you have like OG. It's kind of like comics now. And again, Zenger, you're the comics person, so tell me if this is an apt like comparison. But like you have your golden era, you have like your silver era, you have like mm-hmm. like bronze era, and that's the thing though. Like you have your like OG era, which is like your like original trilogy. Nineteen seventy seven. Where do you cut, where do you cut that off though? Like do you cut that I'll off to like at, like ninety six? Eighty four. 84, 84, 84. So, so Shadows of the Empire is more of a prequel trilogy it's, phenomenon. It's no, I think what it is though is like that's just something caught in between of everything. Like it's kind of like kind of like a dead zone, so to speak. Is that like you have like what was it called? The Dark Times? Like from like nine from the best times? To- is that what you meant? I, I think it's called the best times. That's what I would call sure. it. Because Fine, you had whatever. The wonderful Star Wars Galaxies trading cards. You had some of the best video games ever. You had people who like actually mm, best Star Wars video games. So best best <laughs> the best Star Wars video games I think really had. I think 2005 is the glory year of Star Wars video games. Okay. Um I know, but this is the point I'm getting at. Let me finish finish the point. Then you can contradict me. Is that then you have the dark times, which is like, again, you're like 91 to like 98. Then you have the prequel trilogy, 99 to like 2006. And then you have like like 2006 to 2008. It's just like, they don't know what the hell they're doing. And then you have 2008 to about 2012, where it's like holding pattern. Where it's like, like the the franchise is on ice. Like it feels like it's out of steam. Like you have like Force Unleashed, which is good. Force Unleashed yeah. two felt forced, uh. and nobody kind of knew what was going to happen. And I then you have like 2012 to 2016, where every like where it's just like hype train, hype train, hype train. And then you have like 2017 to like onward, where it's the backlash era, where it's just like no, regardless of what they do, everything has a backlash to it. And that's kind of where we're at right now. I'm not sure if we're in a transition point or if we're at the end of the backlash era. Because, like, to be honest, for the last, like, ever since, like, like what, for the last six months, there really hasn't, but like, other than just the usual, just like bitching and moaning, there hasn't been a lot of complaining in the fandom. Except about the High Republic. But that's just no, that's no, no. Complete indifference is not impl- is not complaining. Exactly, people can't complain if they haven't consumed it. Like you can't like stand outside a restaurant you've ever been to and been like the food sucks. Oh, you just okay, can't. But, like but, sorry, but why? Okay, I like on principle I agree with you. But why haven't you consumed it? It's because of the perception. I, no, no, no. The okay. The reason I'll be completely honest. I literally do not have enough time to get everything I need to get done in the day. Like the reason why this podcast like isn't like beyond my emotional trauma of last year between uh, like a horrendous breakup, like parent dying. The reason why I haven't gotten to, I, I'm not joking. Like these are all the star Wars books I have to read. I have like, I'm going to go through my shelf right now. It's like, I have it right next to me. I have a uh, young Sheldon number one, from a certain b- point of view, Empire Strikes Back edition. I really Star believe War- 
I really believe Whoa. that no one knows what you're talking about when you say young Sheldon. Oh, if you yeah. read the book, you know exactly what we were talking I about. Have, I have – like this is a book that I was so excited to read. It's called Star Wars Dark Legends, and it's like the Target version, so it has like more like little short like Star Wars like spooky stories to it. I have that. I have like the manga version of the Legends of Luke Skywalker. I have like the Skywalker saga, like family story that was just released a couple weeks ago. I literally just got Young Sheldon number two in the mail this afternoon. I have three High Republic books I need to read. Like I want to consume all this. The problem is that I have an hour and a half commute to work every day and I work like a 10 hour a day job. Well, I, I'll tell you what, Zach, I have a lot on my plate. I'll tell you what will help you with that, Zach. If you go to com slash think this, you can get audiobooks and just audiobook them like I do. You can also get great titles such as Embark by John oh, Justice. God. How many books is John Justice up to now? Like the same amount of children you have, Zanger? We like in the triple uh, No, he surpassed me, I think. I think he finally surpassed <laughs> me. Are we in that weird We're phase right where we here. don't? Where we don't know if it's a second trilogy or if just. <laughs> I know there's a spinoff book at one point. There was a spinoff yes, book. There is a spinoff book, but now he's a second trilogy. I think he did the equivalent of what Stephanie Meyer was doing with Twilight. That she he like rewrote the first book from like the opposite sex's character. I I think I think John's going through. He he he's like all the stardom has like went to his head, and he's really just like flexing that creative like clout, and he's just like I'm gonna do it all. Like there's like a stage musical involved, like Shrek. There's Embark the Stage Musical. Um, there's like McDonald's toys. Um, oh, 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 can I tell you guys a really quick like McDonald's story? Because you guys know there's currently Star Wars toys at McDonald's, right? Yes, and my kids get very upset when we say the girls we we have two girls and they're like, but we want the Star Wars toys. That is they're delightful. not in Can- they're not they're not in Canada yet. We're still on Pokemon. Okay, but this is the thing I find really fascinating, and I'm glad Zenger brought up the thing about like the genders. Is that like like it's kind of like what they used to do back? Like I didn't think they still did this, especially in the current like, oh god, gender climate that we're in. If that's a thing, where like they have like the like little girl toys and little boy toys. Like the little girl toys are Disney princesses, which I think are actually cooler toys than the Star Wars one. I actually have the Moana one, and I'm like, this is really cool. I kind of like it. I have it at my desk at work. Um, but like like the Star Wars ones. Like I drove by a McDonald's today. And this is the thing. If you look at the Star Wars Do toys, they have the McRib? Shh, they have the Star Wars toys, and like they're all just like the male characters, like heads, like a bobblehead, like on a Star Wars classic ship. Like it's Kylo Ren's head on like the TIE silencer. It's like Chewbacca's head on the Millennium Falcon, Luke's head on the X-Wing, and so on and so forth. But on the poster, like at the McDonald's for like advertising the toys, it's Ray on the boy side. And I'm just like but there's no Ray toy. Oh, I see. Like well, okay. I see what you're getting. It's, at, it's like, it's like, why would you have Ray on the boy side? If there's a, no like Ray toy and B, if the whole point is you're splitting this up by like gender differences, I'm like, well, like, I get, I get weird. That like, like, why are you, I like, have just put, like put a stock image of Kylo Ren. There's no shortage of those floating around. I mean, the character selection on that set really did baffle me. It's like you'd think they would have at least gone the softball route of having like 
a like ANH like Cinnabon Leia on a Tantive Four or something. Just to have like one. They didn't even have. They didn't even have a Din Djarin on the Razor Crest. Like it's the definition of just like lazy. It's like it. Well, it almost feels like like it was supposed to be timed with Rise of Skywalker, but they just didn't do it, and they kept it on ice till now. But there were Rise of Skywalker toys. At McDonald's? Yeah, there were actually. Yes, there weird. I feel like they just have like Star Wars float through every now and then there. Anyway, Zach, your appalling statement of 2005 is the best year for Star Wars video games. Defend your statement now. Um uh, I can do this. Yeah, you can sit this one out. Um uh Republic Commando uh, uh-huh. Battlefront 2 question mark. Revenge of the Sith, which is hilarious and fun, and has an alternate ending where Anakin like doesn't get burned. Um, there's got to be one more. I mean, there's a big one you're missing, like huge, like I don't count like Lego Star Wars, Wars. Lego Star huh? Wars. Lego well, Star yeah, Wars. I mean, there's 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 that too. What else was there in 2005? Oh, Kotor two, Kotor two. Also, the like expansion uh, on top of expansions for um. Star Wars Galaxies and Empire Divided. You is remember that, that the one? Is that the one where you could fully eh, experience life eh. day? Yeah, that's 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 the Star Wars online game before Old Republic. That you know people swore by, and then it's shut down now. So who had the last laugh? Somebody's keeping it running. I was I was hearing about people still playing Galaxies online somehow. Like there's some rogue service still going somehow. I mean, you you do have a point, Zach. So I I, I will give it to you that the 2005 was a solid year for for um. Okay, for can, can 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 we please can we please circle back to the point of this discussion, like Bad Batch, because like like the whole thing, like there was rumors going around, like in the mid 2000s, that like the sequel to Republic Commando was going to be called Imperial Commando, and was going to like follow like the aftermath of Order 66 from the perspective of like. Republic commandos. God, and I cannot wait for those characters to be like, we're on the wrong side and then switch sides because God forbid you get to play as the bad guys. Okay. Okay. Calm, calm your butt down for a second. Let's get, let, you got let's to at least talk you got about to play the bad, as the bad guys. Okay. You got to play as the but bad guys in that, in that, uh, starfighter game. And it kind of sucked. Okay. <sighs> calm, calm your butt down. Everybody chill. Bad Batch. We gotta talk about the Bad Batch, so at least I don't feel like we're lying in the title episode of this. Um, this is the thing: is that like, like we've been kind of like low key thinking about this as a series idea, like as fans for like sixteen years now. But like, what do we want from this series? Like, what is the goal? Like, of course, like I've watched the trailer a couple of times. Like, we see Captain Rex. Like, I think, like, spoiler alert. And this is this is a technically a spoiler, so if you don't want to hear this, like skip ahead like five minutes. Crosshair defects, and he's in charge of like the squad that's like in charge of finding the Bad Batch. I mean, that was a toy that that did that. Well, the 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 the, uh, the trailer shows it because you can see one of those elite squad clone troopers, like 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 the exact same like style armor that he wears, even with like his like sniper rifle over his uh, right shoulder. All right. Well, the trailer gave it away. Trailer. The toy just cro- like, again, the toy like corroborated though, but the theory's like, like it's been there since like the second trailer, but like Chris, like what, what do you expect to come of this show? Like both like narratively and like for the fan base at large. 
Uh, well, you know, you just heavily spoiler alerted me. I didn't. I watched both trailers oh, you know, today, you and I, I didn't know defected. No, and that's that's rough. But uh, I mean, I have I'm to sorry, struggle Chris. to remember. I'm which, sorry. Cro- let me guess. Crosshair is the one who has a sniper rifle, right? That sounds about yeah, right. That is that is literally what I said. But yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. So he's got I'm a sniper sorry, rifle. So that's his personality. <laughs> got it. Um. So I still like last yeah. year when we talked about this. Zenger described the characters like you have Rambo clone trooper, you have Hulk clone trooper, you have Sniper <laughs> clone trooper, and you have well, how'd you describe the guy who's in charge of technology? You're like you have Q branch clone trooper. Well, that'd be a, that'd be a pilot or engineer probably. Yeah, I mean no, he's the engineer. It's basically you. You ever see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when they give yes, all the turtles how, yes, like perfect. different like body sizes and everything and they're and like Raphael's like twice the size of the other ones for some reason and Donna yeah it's it's the same concept but I'm Isn't like it? these are clones they are clones of like oh they have a few defective genes then why don't they all look the same the one is just straight up rambo isn't it, isn't it quaint is when <laughs> it's so quaint when they think the mechanics of an arcade beat em up will apply well to a narrative uh program but um but you know, I like the, like I think it's one of those things where it like they're not hiding the fact that they want to play around with some Clone Wars ideas that they didn't get time to do. Like I think I don't know if it's the first or the second trailer, but one of them has the Clone Wars logo burning away and turning into the Bad Batch logo, as if to say, yeah. "Here's I your next Clone Wars one. episodes." Yeah. So that, well, that's that, that's been the ongoing joke that this is just season whatever of Clone Wars. Yeah, so do you eight. think we'll see any of do you think we'll see anything like I'm not saying like we got in season seven where it's like they literally finished up some episodes. But do you think we'll see any story beats that were teased in some of the animatic episodes that we didn't eventually get that will be sort of played out? Or do you think we're past that at this point? Do, do, you, do you want my dumb prediction of stupidity? Because I, I think you know, I yes, might have some of this. Figured yes, Sanger. Sanger, okay, that's good. what the audience is here for. They, they've been waiting roughly awesome. 90 minutes, or not even, like an hour just for this. Also, how old is Fennec? Just asking. It, it's a very important question because... um, She's the she, same age she is in real life, where she looks magnificent at like 50-something right now. Okay, good. I just she, wanted she to make sure I was like on the same. She ages like Bo-Katan. She ages like Bo-Katan. Awesome. I, I of you. Even better on. than her, but yeah. Yeah. No, because I was just wondering, so I'm like, how is she in this? I'm like, unless, like, they go for a huge twist and it's like time jumps like 20 years See, or something. But that's actually more realistic because, like, she's 50 now, whereas, like, Katie Sackhoff is 40 now, but her character should be, like, 50-something. Yeah. Okay, so my prediction is this. Since there's this whole A-team whatever BS, um, I'm wondering if Tarkin is not impressed with them. Like, he's like, it costs too much to, you know, run this squad or this, this, that, and the other, blah, oh, blah, blah. Yeah. So then he's like, I'm, dis- I'm disbanding you guys. He goes, I, 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 I have think no that's interest- episode one. I think that's episode one or two. Like, I don't think yeah. they last long under the Empire's rule in this series. Well, it, well, because God forbid, once again, we have a Empire point of view. Like I said, that's honestly... Reading the Thrawn books was the best thing I could have done because it is 100% from the Empire's point of view. Yeah, they're all incompetent and yell at each other the entire time and just start at each other's throats. And I'm like, that's what I want. 
It's like, I want to... It's like Captain Kennedy in episode eight, like the funniest thing about the whole movie, obviously. Yeah, well, that's... And I mean, that's the thing with this. It's... They can't work with the Empire because that's bad. So they're going to switch and they're going to be this ragtag group that goes around and apparently has a kid with them, which... Well, mm -hmm. but doesn't doesn't that come down... That's the whole problem, right? It's like, imagine if Clone Wars season seven, we actually had something something morally challenging like ahsoka having to kill rex or something like that like are we like are they willing to go there because like realistically even feloni himself thought that the that ahsoka was gonna have to eventually come to uh and i think i feel like there's interviews where he says that ahsoka is eventually gonna have to come to her end by by vader like early on before before the disney bio before we knew what was gonna happen with all these characters and it makes sense narratively that like Oh, he's the one of the worst people ever. Imagine that—that that he would have killed one of his padawans. Like that's mild compared to like the like the like rampant child slaughter that is super liminally implied in episode three. <laughs> like you know, um, like he could have like. So that's what I'm saying. It's like now we're at this point where as soon as a character is popular, like they're they're the more they have the moral high ground, right? So it's it's. Nor it's understandable that we're going to turn these guys into some sort of splinter faction that like breaks away from the empire because we already saw that with Rex in season seven. It's like they couldn't bring themselves to deal with the fact that Rex had a chip in his head and every single other clone fell victim to this phenomenon except him. That's unbelievable. But also, but but I think the thing too is that like we also have to look at the fact that like Rex is one of the most like Rex and Ahsoka become one of the most like two of the most popular characters in the franchise. And I don't think we can disregard that as like a Star Wars fandom like like fact. Like I, I didn't like I personally like how I do you feel see, about that though? I don't want I never want like okay is somebody like I think it, this was very early in the podcast days like back in like twenty like early twenty seventeen so four years ago like I always like defended that film the, the 2008 film like i always like, i loved captain rex i love the soka i was always on board with the clone wars like the only time i really like the I, I, to this day the only time i've been genuinely disheartened with star wars i'm sorry disheartened disheartened with star wars is the force awakens like i wouldn't want to see like ahsoka kill rex i was like like that's where like the ending of clone wars i liked and like i like how they got out of that situation with ahsoka and rex um we knew it was a fait accompli based on rebels but like that was the thing was like that was a big question walking into like 2008 was like so how is this gonna play out like we're just three years removed from revenge of the sith like, what do you mean, like, Anakin had a Padawan? What do you mean by this? And we were all very cynical about it. And I think for the most part, like, considering that that plot line wasn't resolved until 2020, well, 12 years later, I was satisfied with it. I'm one of the more cynical Star Wars fans out there. Well, that's what kills me, though. It's like, I want to ask, like, I want to know what Lucas s- says about what happened, what would, like, what happened to Ahsoka? You know what I mean? Like, is it, like, mm-hmm. is it, is it better for the story? Because Lucas... Lucas was so involved in Ahsoka. I heard it. I heard an interview with um, some Hasbro guys who even said that Lucas was on the phone call, working on the card back art for the vintage collection Ahsoka figure. And we're getting mm. late and long in the tooth by that point, like 2012. Like he's like, oh, she needs to look like powerful, but an, an adult, not a kid. And like, 
he's giving feedback on the the image that was generated for that card back at that point. It's like, what does he think happened to her, right? And it doesn't it doesn't it feel right that at some point before Vader met his son that he finished her off? It feels uh, so Vader. Feel, I feel he, like they're wait, trying to have it, their it. cake and eat it too. Oh, okay. Let me let me tell you. Let me let me clarify this for the audience. So you would personally, you would have liked it if Vader killed Ahsoka. That's kind of they like they like that. When I say that they want to have their cake and eat it too, he did kill Ahsoka, but he also didn't because of Ezra. Well, sure. Like, like the world between worlds is a giant wrench and all this, and he, like and we talked about that how many years ago? Like but, the idea that but Star did Wars he, does time but travel. Did he kill, but, did, but did Vader kill Ahsoka? Prior to to that Rebels episode, I don't think so. I, I clearly not. But I think his goal. Point, I think I think his I think his intent was to saved her. Of what Rebels? Is it, isn't the whole point oh, of that Rebels episode that Ezra saved her from being killed yeah. by him? Well, yeah, because she's she's alive after Vader is dead. Right. But I think the thing is that Vader's intent was to kill her. Like Vader, like if, if Ezra didn't step in, she would have died because Vader was was going to destroy her. But like so, that, but episode, I've seen episode one interviews. of season three. Episode one of season three is Ahsoka dead. Episode one of season three of what? Mandalorian? Rebels. Episode one of season three. No, she's just like uh, she's TBD. They, the so characters she's think she's dead. Not uh, if Ra- yes, if, if no. Just, if they Ezra, characters, if the characters dead. What do you mean she's dead? If Ezra saved her later on at the end of the series, she's dead at episode one of season three. No, she's no. alive. She's alive. Time travel was rules. If if you use to- okay, time travels established that. You are always there to save somebody. No matter what happens, there is no origin point and it is an infinite loop according but to this set of time travel rules. She is alive in every perceivable narrative yeah. because she this, has to live. Thank this you, why I kind of, Thank you, I kind of hate the, Now, kind of hate multiple reality things. Yes, she. there is a reality where she died the first time but then is saved the second time. But due to the way this is, it is an infinite lock to where Ezra is always there to save her no matter what. Time travel is freaking dumb, and I hate having to explain it because but I think, it's okay, so okay. annoying. Okay, that aside, though, I think the point being is that Vader's intent was to kill her. Because I yeah. know I saw an interview with Cowboy Hat Man, and he's like, we wanted to have Vader one— in- Vader, w- <laughs> yes. He's like, I wanted Vader to interact with Ahsoka— but the go- the thing is that like Ahsoka can't have an impact on him because that's Luke's job. Like that is the thing. Like at the end of the day, Ahsoka was his Padawan, but she was the groundwork for him having that sort of just like responsibility as a parent. And she right. lays groundwork, was but at the that, end of the day, Vader the has thing? to destroy was her. He, that's the whole thing. Was he ever actually a bad guy? Like show Vader? me something. Yes. Right. Yeah. Vader is a bad guy. He murders children off screen. Right. So this is why you shouldn't have a tr- any trouble murdering Ahsoka when she's no longer a because child. Ahsoka also, because Ahsoka, but also Ahsoka became a fan favorite character. They're not going to cut off a, a revenue stream, which is completely irrelevant as from a narrative point of view. That's no, it's I'm not. Saying. No, 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 no. Because if if you cut out the business aspect of this, you don't get a narrative sense. Remember, well, I the think Lucas, is what fuels, I think Lucas fuels did that the company. A little bit. 
I think Lucas was willing to. Lucas do was that. Lucas was a madman that couldn't even pronounce the name of his characters right. Doku do, Doku Gunga Gungin. Like if you don't know how he, to pronounce he was a mad, the name of the character, hey, he couldn't pr- he couldn't pronounce the name of his characters right. But he was the final approval for the head shape of background aliens in the prequel. I know, <laughs> and it was great. It was delightful. Like if you go back and look at some of those, like. Like prequel trilogy behind the scenes documentary, and they're like, "Well, what color should like Yoda bleed?" And he's like, "I don't know, green." And like, I I love that. Like, I love the fact that like, like most of these decisions were just arbitrary. Like, I love that, and I miss that. I hate the fact that everything Listen, Disney now comes down yeah. to committees. Yeah, I was having this. Like, I, I was having this conversation like today with uh, with Rob from the Unbelievers podcast, and I was saying to him like. Like so, it comes it comes down to what what are you actually a fan of? Are you a fan of the author of this of this universe? Or are you a fan of the logo? And and you have to really sort of split like like split between like for me it's not hard to say here's the era where Lucas was in charge of everything and he had say so on every single decision down to the fact that the the head shape of this background alien in the the outlander club in episode two he's signing off on everything it's not hard for me to say this i can draw a circle around this whole era and it makes sense as one piece and after that we're sort of playing a game of how can we market best to the people who like that other stuff but that's the thing though i don't think they're i don't think disney and again this is very very far removed from the bad batch but i think disney's not concerned in selling star wars to us right now like they're not they're once they're concerned about selling star wars to the people who were like like eight to twelve years old when the force awakens came out who are slightly nostalgic for it now and then getting a new generation hooked i don't think they care about us they know that we have they know they have our money isn't that like isn't that just showing too much foresight, though? Like those people don't have spending dollars, like in the next quarter. But they, so, but, like, but, how... they but they, but they will though. Like think about it. there's like okay, let me let me bring it back this way. Is that like think about it. Force Awakens came out almost six years ago. Those people who were like twelve when that movie came out are now eighteen. They are adults legally speaking. They have jobs and income. That's who they're Allegedly. thinking about now. Remember, sure. Yeah, allegedly. They're, they're not on unemployment collecting $700 a week. Um, that's okay. the thing, is that they're trying... Like, it, it's interesting about it. There's a reason why that, like, if you look at all of Lucasfilm's projects right now, none of them are centered exclusively around original trilogy nonsense. Is because Lucasfilm finally, finally has understood that these fans are aging out and don't have the spending dollars that the newer generations have. There's a reason why there's a lot more focus now on like prequel era content and sequel trilogy era content. And not everything's exclusively surrounding the original trilogy. Not saying well, the there's like, trilogy. there's yeah. no sequel trilogy era content. I don't know what you're talking about in that regard, but the no, prequel but what, stuff I get. But, but what I mean though, is that like, when I, when I mean like sequel trilogy stuff. I mean like, they're they're still making that stuff somewhat available in the sense of like it's let me it's, let me it's not reiterate completely disregarded. Like There's still Ray stuff I don't being merchandised. I don't I don't think we put strong enough emphasis on the fact that there is no Ray Happy Meal toy out of ten. Because but, okay, but that's the but that 
but that's the inexplicable thing about those because like, it's weird that McDonald's in today's like oh god the culture war they still have boys and girls stuff like I have no idea how there's not a boycott right now against McDonald's based on that because it's not of, saying because I was personally agree because with it's that. yeah it's because of reality yeah, where you said because I don't personally agree with that it's because of reality sure wh- whatever I I don't care. I think the Moana toy. I think the Disney princess toys are infinitely cooler than the Star Wars ones. Like oh, I would yeah. rather things, have them. So, listen, I saw people clamoring for those things. They're like, "Oh man, McDonald's said that they're gonna phase out physical, yeah, like plastic cabinet yeah. toys in a couple years." And they're like, "You better get these Star Wars toys because they're the last where I'll ever have." Like, did you ever think you were gonna get more McDonald's Happy Meal toys? I didn't. <laughs> and 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 not only that, but like these remind me of those. Stupid Burger King. Were they Burger King? The uh, they there was another fast food place that did big heads on top of ships. Like I've never seen anything oh, I yeah, dislike yeah, yeah. more. Yeah, I remember. I, remember I, yeah, I don't like it either. I think it's. Yeah, I, it's I, I think so, it's very tacky. Oh, it's awful, and it's like, like so you're you're gonna drum up hype for this thing, and it's like they they have no, like. I mean, obviously, if they if they would have done a ray a ray, it would have looked terrible. Like even the Luke is like he's got his X wing helmet on. They at least understand that a plain human head, except with the exception of Finn, is the least interesting thing they can do with a toy where they're not going to do sophisticated paint application. <laughs> but sure. um, yeah, but let me ask you. There's no ray. Let, let me ask you a question though, Chris. Why is it that instead of doing Random male Star Wars characters heads awkwardly placed on Star Wars ship ships. Why not do a Bad Batch wave? Why not do something tied to the Bad Batch? Wouldn't that make perfect well, sense considering the show debuts meal. like three weeks? I think there's a I think there's a difference between Happy Meal toys and like the general Hasbro market because the general Hasbro market is old men like us, and the Happy Meal toys like no, but, maybe they're but, still aiming at actual kids. But that's the thing, though. Like, wouldn't you want to promote this to children? Like, isn't that the whole point? Isn't the Bad Batch show designed to appeal? It's, it's. At the end of the day, it's children's animation. You're saying you're saying that, but it's directly connected to a show that premiered in 2008. So, like, is it though? Yes. Yes. It's animated. It's so close. It's on Disney Plus. So close to that show that it like it looks like they just poured it over the animation. Like it doesn't look like they designed. Like I didn't do well, a close. It's based comparison. on the season. Se- it's based on the season seven like updated version that they were using. Right, but that's not like super updated. Like it looks closer to the original Clone Wars than it does to Rebels. I if you go back, like when was the last time you watched those Bad Batch episodes of Clone Wars? I mean, if I'm being honest, the premiere, but I've watched Rebels more recently, go, and go, I know go, Rebels doesn't go look and, like that. Go, go and watch the last four episodes of The Clone Wars, and it is the money is on the screen. The money is there. Well, I guess it, still, I think, it, I think mean, it holds up. It's, yeah, I think it's visually consistent. Yeah, those last four episodes are a completely different animal than the f- the first eight. Like they're not. Yeah, they're, yes, they're yes, like no. they're the last four episodes are like the real season seven the, that Disney <sighs> wanted to do. Sure, but like, but this is okay. Go, but getting back to the Bad Batch, though, like I, I really want to focus on this because okay, and this is the question though: is that what is the goal of this series? 
from Disney's perspective? Is it just filler or is there something they're trying to get at? Establishing other series and establishing content and linking everything together because I'm really trying to figure out something right now. I, have no Zenger, I like, I like, I like how Zenger just sighs. Just like, <sighs> no, I, I am doing every aspect of digging I can to figure out something and I am coming up empty. Hold on. Oh, so fail. like let's 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 appreciate that Zinger is per, most likely searching Wikipedia right now. I have two <laughs> Wikipedia um, <laughs> entries open right now and I'm trying to cross-reference them and it is not working. I love I love Wikipedia so much. Like there's like a there's like a data bank thing that's like an official there's like an official Wikipedia that just has like the fake answers to everything on it. And then there's like the real Wikipedia where you can actually pick between like legends or canon. Yeah, that, I'm that's, so that's glad I'm so glad they did that. I'm working in canon. I'm trying to get answers to questions I'm asking myself so that I can sound intelligent when I well, speak the, later. The great thing about the legends tab is like when people like me think, Am I crazy or did that actually happen? They can click <laughs> that and be reaffirmed. Yes. Okay, now I gotta cross-reference this. God dang! Oh, okay. Sanger, you jokester, you. All right, it's nothing. Okay, when did Thrawn join the Empire? I am <laughs> just trying to figure that out. Okay, it sometime is impossible. between Revenge of the Sith and In A New Hope, it doesn't matter. No, it does, because I'm like, is he going to make an appearance in this as, like, uh, some background, like, young upstart cadet? Wasn't there a whole book? Wasn't there a whole book of him dealing with Anakin during the Clone Wars? Okay. Alliances? The second book deals with a him dealing with Anakin at the same time he's dealing with So, therefore, therefore he never joined the Empire. He was already part of it prior to it becoming the Empire. Yeah, he just they, they just ran into each other and had a dumbass adventure. Sorry for the Chris. Company. Did you ever have I'm you really ever read dumb. any of the Disney era? Have you ever read any of the Disney era Thrawn books? God, they're Frank, good. Don't read the second for, one. Are they? Like yeah. so, like so, like I've a, a. It's an embarrassing confession to make, but like the oh, only Thrawn books I've read, the only Thrawn books I've read are the original Thrawn books, which I still haven't. And even then, it was like I was a I was a kid, so like you know, I kind of know what happened. Sure, I'm just curious. Is all nothing, nothing, nothing more. There's nothing leading about that. Um, yeah, well, no. I mean, but like, he, but, but like that's the thing, like, though. You know, it's like, he's on what, what he used to be. I don't know. Like, is he a slave to the machine at this point? I don't know. I would like to believe they're still good. <laughs> uh, but no, but like the point being is that like clearly by that name drop in Mandalorian episode with Ahsoka like they have plans for him but once again they didn't capitalize on the hype like but this is but this is my question though Chris because you're the mer- like you I think you know more than anybody how important like merchandising drives the ship like not as much as it did back in like the early 2000s but how much I, I don't have I don't things? have eight at I, I don't have eight space helmets to be fair Sure, um, but like, but you, I'm not there yet. Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, because you don't have eight children yet, Zanger. Once I'm you have eight children, then you'll have working eight space on both. Helmets. Um, but this is the thing, though, 
is that if you look at like how merchandise did drive the ship and how it kind of still does, it's that idea that like what like you can look at that stuff almost like kind of like reading the tea leaves as a way of like where things go. And like that's the weird thing right now. Is that like it it's kinda like I just don't know where they're going with things right now. Like think about it. like we have a brand new Star Wars property debuting in less than a week. And like sure you have some like we talked about it off mic though, but like you have some figures awkwardly showing up in stores right now. But like when you look at the Bad Batch, like you have what? Sylvester Stallone Bad Batch coming out. You have Sniper Bad Batch coming out. Then you have to wait until like August for Hulk Bad Batch. And then for like Tech Bad Batch, which is actually his name, um, doesn't come out until like I think terrible sometime in the fall. Game. Yeah. Well, terrible. isn't this isn't this isn't this amazing compared to like the Mandalorian rollout? Because like some of these are actually out before the show starts. Yes, but like at the same time, though, like these aren't the outfits they're going to be wearing in the show. Like if you look at that trailer, a oh lot of God. what they're, they're, they, they 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 basically take off their Republic armor. Okay, I also watched both trailers today and didn't notice that, but maybe that's just me. But I mean, I like so you're saying the Black Series figures are based on Clone Wars season seven? Yes, yes, yes. Because that's why I was telling you about the Elite Squad, like Clone Trooper. Is that like spoiler alert? Skip ahead five minutes if you don't want to hear this. That Crosshair becomes the leader of the squad that is like sent to like hunt them down. Yay. And he's in the tra- and he's in the trailer. Man, imagine in if that armor. series like imagine if he actually catches any of them and this series deals with like the reality of like mortality and death and like directs it well, towards okay. children. I'll be so impressed. Sure. But but okay, but let me ask this question. Like think of like, like these are kind of stupid Star Wars fan questions, but like are we gonna see like a fallout to like the Commander Cody Captain Rex like friendship? Because like, we know Cody, Captain Rex is in this Commander show. Cody is the, Commander Cody is the most overrated clone of all time, in my opinion. <gasps> like, okay, he's in the he's in the he's in the movie for like two seconds. He hands Obi Wan's lightsaber back to him, and Big, then makes a freaking, fatal error yeah. error after that. What does he try to do? Take on Kenobi when Kenobi has what? What does Kenobi have in that moment? Anybody? Maybe I'm forgetting a scene. He has the high ground. You can't defeat Kenobi if he has the high ground. So, like, I'm re- I'm ready to embarrass myself. Are you saying that Kenobi actually kills kills Cody on screen? No, no, no. He just he has the high ground, and they try to take him out with him having the high ground. It's impossible. But the, yeah, but he immediately has the low ground. But neither of them are dead. But he didn't kill him. Yeah. That's 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 one of those. Um, I feel like there's like a deleted scene there that we never got. Like there's some alien that like attacks Kenobi underwater. That like was one of the deleted scenes that we have never seen. It's part of that mystery of the like l- the like completely all <laughs> three uh, three four hour Avengers. Avengers. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. no, no. See? Like, I have a book that has a picture of this underwater alien that assaults Obi Wan while he's <laughs> while he's down. On Utapel, like yeah, and it's like there's a picture of this alien. I've never like, heard of this. It's like never oh, heard of it. I actually have it. Zach. It's like a next gen Dinoga. 
Yeah, See, I right. have heard of this because that sounds about right. While he's underwater, he gets attacked, of course, by you know something, and it kills. Um, what's her name again? God dang, I just forgot her name. The one chick that like dies fifteen times in that movie. B. Arthur. No. Patamame. The the, the Rodian. Shakti. Yeah, Shakti's actually oh, underwater yeah. there too, and she gets killed. So which? Okay. So, like, do either of you know which Shakti uh, death is the canonical Disney era death? There is none. There isn't none. There is not a, the, by, only, um... the, the only canonical death of Shakti is that in in Clone Wars: The Lost Missions, like like Loki, like season six, Yoda when he's like having like his like visions, like as he's like feeling the Force, he sees her like in a vision dying. And Pablo Hidalgo has said like that is kind of like. Not verbatim what happens, but like it's assumed she dies during the purge. No, no. See, uh, she gets killed by, she gets killed by um Grievous, in front of Kenobi and. Um, mean, yeah, that's, that's really, that's really oh, no, wait, hold on a second. That's really she gets scene. killed by, um, by Starkiller in the. Yeah. Re- yeah. Oh no! Wait, wait, wait a second. Oh, stop it. She gets killed oh, by stop Anakin. Stop it. She is the most Listen, killed person. I know. Yeah, but like you're saying, you're telling me she doesn't end up becoming sexy Shakti, who gets killed by Star Killer, and even Lucas himself was like, "This is canon." Like they were like that. The videos for that promoting that game were like, "Lucas says this is exactly what happened between episodes three and four. Like this is verbatim the Bible of what happened between episodes three and four. Never mind that." He also created the rebels, but wasn't the rebellion also created by uh, my brain? Yeah, that was a great. I've lost. You know, I'm both, if you're lost too, I am just as lost as you because I have no idea what sort of tangent they're on right now. You never I'll, played. Okay. You never played the first Force Unleashed, huh? I did Actually, play the first Force Unleashed. I just like I feel like you guys are just kind of pinballing all over the place right now. I'm I'm just making a joke that um Shakti's the most dead person in Star Wars history. She has been killed so many times in so many ways. But the point is this May the fourth, we are getting a 70 minute episode of this yes. thing. It's the pilot. I am predicting. I am <laughs> this, predicting. this thing. I like that. We should call all Star Wars projects this thing going forward. I think that should I mean, be the new rule. All Star thing. Wars things are called this thing. I fully, I fully support your sentiment, but like, can we all take a, just a moment to appreciate the fact that Zanger is the one who put us on topic for a second there? Like, like save yes. that moment. I know. Like, I yes. Am, let's uh, let's I, I derail so so Zanger can get us back on topic. So this series, this 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 thing that is coming out, will will be an eighty minute. I mean, sorry, seventy minute episode. Second episode will come out a week later. There will be a weekly release for 14 weeks. 14 episodes of the first season. There is so much garbage that can happen during that time and so much stuff that can make me angry. And if it's an A-team thing, I guarantee you that first 70 minutes, Tarkin's like, get him out of here. I don't need this crap. And then in the background, there's some blue face guys going, perhaps. And I All go, right. yay! Wonderful. Wonderful. So, so on the subject of these, of, of what we know about the bad, <laughs> so, 
Like how so Chris is truly reached the, like peak Zach level of like just like Zanger goes off on like a minute long diatribe and just like yeah great moving on. And, <laughs> no, but, uh, no, I like how Chris has truly again, become like, my surrogate. I am on topic. I am on topic. So like so for the rest of you who've clearly watched both Bad Batch trailers right before this discussion, which is if it's not obvious to you guys based on the hour of like completely unrelated content. <laughs> Okay, so wonderful. So, so the thing I'm wondering about the most other of out of anything, and this maybe this shows what a degenerate uh, expanded universe Star Wars fan I am compared to like somebody who's actually paying attention to the plot at hand. But like, so this kid, this kid that was so divisive with Don't that second trailer. I mean, it's still a good second trailer besides the kid. But like, so what's in, what's interesting to me is that like, are they still? Is the Empire still making clones like this late in the game? Like, because that's a new clone, right? That kid. So it's like, if that's, if they're doing one, they're doing a thousand. Yeah. It's possible. Like, why is she a genetic defect? Well, she's a genetic defect. That's always why she joined. But she was still made yesterday, which means that they're still making clones. Well, she made that soon. If they have advanced aging, yes. Even if they don't have advanced aging, she's a kid. Well, she's ten years old, which means she's probably about five. Like, like, like as in physical years. Yeah. From what I remember, from what I remember, an attack of the clones Wait. it takes half the amount of time. Hold on a second. Another thing. I thought Tarkin was like put off to like some random part of the outer rim for a while. Isn't that what that boring book's about? That takes place long after this. Oh, okay. So he's being interesting right now. Got it. But yes, wait a second. Why are they already scrapping the crappy class Star Destroyers? Because Empire. Mm, I'm very confused on a lot of things. If yeah, I don't get a should... blue-faced person in this, I'm going to be angry. Are you and I'm not talking about that one bounty that... hunter that I hate. Can we please talk about the fact that we haven't got like a Star Wars like Jedi Fallen Order sequel announced yet? Because like that's the thing I'm really jonesing for. No, I'm. I just I'm, like I'm I, I want more Cal Cal Rizian. I'm I'm excited for Cal Cal Rizian to take on um to take on a uh, Star Killer because why not make him the villain? Why not make him canon? Not oh, super powered version, but just make well, him canon. We're having okay, we're not get, we're not we're not getting into that right now. We're not getting into that. So whole separate. Um, but um, I but, know uh, it is. But one. But you know, Cal, uh, Star Killer has been in the news lately because he was part of a uh, Vintage Collection fan vote, which is already over at this point. Um, they didn't we, they, the have, they didn't. They didn't announce the winner yet, but I think the voting is done. But um, you know, it was good seeing him, seeing him up there. And the J- Jedi Fallen Order was Make him canon. <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order was really good in my opinion, but I don't know how what percentage of me is sort of blown away by the fact that it's the first game even close to what i remember in 10 years or whether it's actually good you know what i mean like they just haven't like ea had the license they haven't really been trying battlefront is not a sort of narratively uh focused game so like i feel like i've been so starved that maybe i inflate how good fallen order actually is fallen order at least tries to do something different it tries yeah. and it succeeds. It, it's a very like even like this is the thing I think interest is interesting. It's like I think I mentioned just like when we talked about uh, 
this was, I think, Mandalinian like discussions last year. Like there was that lightsaber collection book. And if you look in that book, like there's like a fair amount of like Fallen Order stuff in there. Like you have obviously Cal Calrissian. You even have the bad guy of that, like one of the bad guys of that game. I forget what his name is. Um, oh God, Taron Malakos. Like even he is like referenced in that book. Like the fact that like uh, Galaxy's Edge is like making the Cal Calrissian lightsaber. I think like leads credit like awesome. lends credence as a baseball bat in minor league games. It, it can. You. I think it's that like it's going to be like I, I think Cal Kestis is one of like another like he was just kind of like swallowed in the hype of like late 2019 Star Wars between like Baby Yoda, Rise of Skywalker, and that was just like unfortunately like the tip of the iceberg. Um, I do think we will get more of that character. I'm just afraid that, like, considering how well that game was received and sold, that Lucasfilm should be like, oh, okay. like, like, originally they left Respawn alone to do whatever they wanted. Um, I think now they're going to be, like, much more hands-on. I, I guess, the, I don't know. That's my own conjecture. But, like, I don't know. I, I remember it we were talking about that, like, Mandalorian done. Season 8. Or Season 2, Episode 8. Well, I don't think it's contracts. I think everybody's signed. I think it's just – I think Lucasfilm just, like, it's, it's up to them to whether they give something a long leash or a short leash. And I'm afraid, like, anything else, that's like, like, the more popular something becomes, they're going to feel they have to stick their fingers in the pie more and more. But, like, no, like, I, right. I agree. Well, like, we talk – I still no, I, think that Jedi Fallen Order is the best Star Wars story of the Disney era. I mean, you're not wrong. Exactly. Fallen Order is incredible. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, if you're going to say best story, Star Wars story of the Disney era, if that's literally how you're going to define it, I would, like, as I know how this makes me sound, but I would still say Rogue One is better. Mm, no, because uh, Fallen Order at least tries to do, at least expand things. Like, Rogue One plays in a very specific sandbox. Fallen Order at least introduces new concepts and ideas. Like it is, yeah, like you're taking you know, Joseph but there's Campbell no finality the journey, and you're turning on its head. There's no finality to it though. Like even when Seer yes, gets thrown do. into that, Seer gets thrown into that pit. It's like when it's like when Palpatine oh, t- tosses Ben Solo into that pit. It's like, can you give me a break, please? Like, can somebody be dead when a Sith Lord tosses them into a pit, please? Okay, fair, fair. Fair, that's fair, and I agree with you. But like, as I was playing that game, and especially that last level, which I love like so much, where like you have like the second sister, and like you have those moments between like Trilla and Seer, and it's like she kind of like comes back to the light, and then Vader just kind of shows up, and it's like, oh god, like like this is like, but this is where I think Disney doesn't understand Star Wars, or at least current Lucasfilm and like management, because like Vader only shows up when things are completely off the rails. Like he only shows up when like, okay, I have to personally get things back on track. He shows up and he's like, you failed being inquisitor. He kills Trilla. Like he, I, I, I agree with you. He sh- like Seer should die at that moment. Like he should be that powerful where he like, she comes charging at him and he it's literally like- just waves his hand. You know what I mean? It's like, you remember when Qui-Gon died, even though he was played by Liam Neeson? He he might have been a popular character. Remember that? (laughs) Sure, that's fair. Like, I agree with you, but, like, unfortunately, that's not the world we live in right now. BD-1's the greatest Star Wars droid ever. 
I love BD1. Right. Disney, make more BD1 merchandise. Like, I, It's actually funny we talk about Fallen Order right now. I actually found this on um, Poshmark. I have a Jedi Fallen Order, like, respawn development, like, team t-shirt. Oh, wow, you really do, right Sam. Now. You really do, Sam, in the um, Imperial Armor. What? Why is that a shock to anybody? About? What? Crosshair? Right, yeah, I'm watching one of the trailers at, like, one point. Is Zenger, Chris, Chris, is Zenger getting us back on topic two times in one recording? No. Well, he this did, is shocking. I don't he, like this. This, he is, did this, pre- this is very unsettling. He did well, pre-establish I, I, that he's walking and watching the trailer on loop. Now, now I'm watching <laughs> it at slower speeds. Oh, my God. If there's anything I'm missing. Well, no, I mean, this this is prediction stuff. And, and I, I, I love the I told you so moments I get later. Yeah. And then well, just I mean, ignoring hey. anytime I'm wrong. I am okay, excited ask- to see. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, yeah, Danger. Danger, what do you expect? Like, what do you expect and what do you want from the Bad Batch? Um, what do I, okay, what do I want? A good Star Wars story that's not played out, boring, and incestuous into itself. If, if, I, if I hear one Skywalker name being said, I'm going to get angry. You know you will. If I Rex know I there, that, that name will be. And Matt Lanter even said that, like, Anakin Skywalker animation is going to show up sooner rather than later. Ugh. Um. No, I mean, it's, like, like, how like long said, can they pad out a three-year period? Like, my God, long time. Um, I've, I've, you know what? I think they can pad out about three years. Um, no, I. What I, what I want from this is a good Star Wars story. I like the Clone Wars. I've grown to love it, in the sense of. It, it, it's something it's it's not the perfection that was the 2003 series i mean i i'm tired of hearing about all these clones and their emotions and now all these different looking clones and their different emotions like it's just too much but i, I want to see where this goes it's something new it's something cool i can't wait to see what wolves are in this what do i expect <laughs> is feloni in charge of this I, I I have a you know what I just assume Star Wars stuff just has wolves in it now. If, if it is not a main movie, it's gonna have a wolf in it. So oh what do I expect from this? Uh, money grabbing BS that I'm just gonna sit there, eat up like an idiot, and be like, "You're just good." Every week when Zach forces me to do these episodes, you damn straight. We're getting back and into also, it, folks. If we get a new episode every week, we'll be doing episodes. A blue-faced alien, I can be like, oh, boy, he's in there. And then he goes, perhaps. And I'm like, yeah, he said it. He said the thing. He said the thing. He said the thing. And then and then I, oh, actually, you know what my final thing I want from this is? Can anyone guess? Of course, simply enough, a Bad Batch helmet by uh, the, the Black Series. I want a Black Series helmet. Oh, Which one? God. I don't know. I'll take a look. Don't give them a second. Yeah, the problem with that, Zinger, is that that would be a new mold, not like the Captain Cardinal helmet. Quiet, you. Fair. <laughs> he's he's right, Zinger. Like, do you want do you want Sylvester Stallone helmet? Do you want Hulk helmet? I, I'm do trying to want... figure out which one I want. I'm gonna look at all of them and figure it out. Is that what you're gonna do? I, I was giving you guys a chance to talk about something other than me just yelling. No, but like that, but like this thing about the Bad Batch is that like I don't know what I want from this series. I don't want. Hulk. Is it like I? 
But like, but like, I want to see what the clones are up to post Order sixty six. I don't want to see them be like, oh god, because like we know, like based on the trailer that like Hunter Sylvester Stallone clone uh, Order six. Uh, oh god, that helmet clone. That's, that's the one I want, by the way. Of course it is. It's the one we all want because it's a commando helmet. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. Like we see him on Camino during Palpatine's the Empire. The Republic will be reorganized into the first galactic empire. Everyone and that's cheers. The thing, so, exactly, and it's like where, like, so is he not directly involved in Order sixty six? So I don't know. Like, like it would be really fun to see like clones involved with that. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I would hope that like pilot episode is them like being assigned to kill Jedi and maybe they kill Shakti again. Who knows? Yes. Maybe Please. we see Shakti die again in Star Wars. Uh, God, I hope so. Now. Timeline. Um, be a little like, self-aware. I would love that. Like, I would love that. They did that. If they had Shakti die again in canon. Um, Every like, episode Shakti dies. And definitely no Shaggy this time. It's no, the no, no, make him canon Park. and kill him. I don't know. Like I said, I, I just I just want I just don't want boilerplate Star Wars, which is why I feel it kind of falls into the trap of when they don't know what they're doing. It just becomes like, okay, like this is fine. Kind of like the what was it, episode two of season two of the Mandalorian, where it's just like him like with the lizard lady and like the giant spider creatures. And I'm like, this is fine, but like I'm never going to rewatch this again. Oh yeah, that episode never. It's boring. Like it's Ahsoka just like episode, it's just there. Oh yeah, worst of course pilots ever. Fair, fair enough. All right, guys. Uh, anything else about the uh, Bad Batch? Are we ready to wrap this up? All all I'm interested in seeing is like like what excites me about it is the early stages of the Empire when they uh. When they have like these crappy outposts where they have like maybe maybe get one I-class Star Destroyer, like nothing crazy, a few stormtroopers, like it's kind of like they have the like, you know, kind of like like their limited resources with which they bullied Moss Eisley in A New Hope or like the mining facility uh, spotlighted in Splinter of the Mind's Eye, just like crappy basic A&H era Imperial outposts getting assaulted. That's what I like. All right, Zinger, anything else you want to add to this? Um, I, I'd, I'd like to say I think everything we're seeing is from that 70-minute episode, and we haven't seen anything past that. I hope. Like, like, like all uh, of these trailers and everything are, like, just from that. Also, um, do I care that there's going to be an excitable kid on the journey? Um, indifferent, to say the least? For now. Perhaps. Perhaps. Alrighty. Oh God. Uh, like I said, I don't know what I want from this. Like that's the thing. Like, I'm kinda, more excited. As weird, as weird as it sounds, I kind of miss the days of like the full like like oh God the full court blitz of like marketing. We used to get back in the day where we got like, a little bit of everything, whether it be like video games. Like don't no, wrong. Like, I, I I hated the shock. No, no. Approach, I mean, but I just want a little bit more, just like hype surrounding. It. I would just be like, oh, like. This is another just like entertainment dump on like internet TV service. But but Zach, they just re-released um the the original Bad Batch, the Republic Commandos on PlayStation. That's like 
I I love that game. And like that's the thing too, is that like where's Delta Squad? Like I would love to see an episode where like Delta Squad and it's just what? Boss, Scorch, and Fixer going after the Bad Batch. Like I would love to see that. Like even Omega Squad, I would love to see that. Like the black and white commandos. Like we know Delta Squad is canon. Like have them sent after them, like in like Imperial colors. I would love to see that. Just do it. Like I no, it, like, it, that I agree. It would be cool to see some of these other things that we know exist. Just show them during the Imperial time, and don't have them cowardly. Just be like, oh, I don't like what they're doing. We're gonna go to the. We're gonna. Let's leave. talk about our feelings. Let's talk about our yes. feelings for half an hour. I I would prefer that over anything else. If if they just all decide to talk about their feelings instead of deserting to go to the. Filthy rebels instead of staying with the Empire. What Zenger's trying to say is that give us some Captain Fordio, Fordo from the Clone Wars. Well, Heck you know, that yeah. Isn't isn't the as what's now known as in the post Disney area era known as the two D micro series of the Clone Wars? Yes. Isn't isn't that the first time where where Star Wars wasn't just people talking about their feelings? No, it was Maybe? people showing their feelings. With with uh, with dead. clone blasters, yeah, yeah. God, that in, in lightsabers that sizzle in the in the in the rain. Yes. Luke talked a whole lot about his feelings in the original trilogy. Just saying. In sand. So much. That's sand. a different character. Can we please talk about? Okay. Oh God. Can we please talk about how, like, in two thousand six, Hasbro released a like figure pack, like battle pack. Called the Hunt for Grievous. It was based off the 2003 micro series. It has a Captain Fordo figure, but it doesn't have like the rangefinder on the helmet. Like that's, that's driven me nuts. That's, that's me pretty. Nuts tra- that's pretty tragic. But um, and like I've been looking at that stuff recently because, like, as some of you in the Knights of Vader Facebook group might know, I've recently picked up a a Republic gunship for the first time, and it was I opened this sealed box that was 18 years old and i like fully appreciated how great these hasbro republic gunships were back in the day and you got the weirdest one you got like the clone wars one from like 2003 like that's like one like beyond the revenge of the sith one which was like green that's like the the weirdest the second weirdest one that was the two choices i had there were sith one or that and i picked that one that's a weird. I think I, I, there was no winning that because both of them were like peculiar. But like, man, you got yeah, like an odd yeah. one. Like, like the best. The but best. I mean, one but they're all essentially the, the same, right? One. Yeah, it has the little the, the sphere guns on the side, but they don't really fit scale wise, anyways. And um, that's what I mean, though. Like the two thousand, I think it's like what two thousand twelve one is like ideally the best one between like yeah. The but I mean, the, the core features. body is the same on all of them, right? Not no, no, because Whoa. I know for the Clone War, I know for the Clone War series one with the little uh, like like oh god lizard monkey on the side of it like dropping the bombs that I'm pretty sure that was a, a tweaked mold. It was tweaked because it so does. I got, it is I got one before. So one you I got, got one based got off the 2002 mold. Right. No, no, I don't know if it got better. It's it's different because like I have two gunships. I have the 2002 Saga Collection one, and I have the uh, 2003 Micro Series one with like the face paint like artwork. Like, so you're saying you have like on. so when you say 2002 Saga Collection, like that's the Attack of the Clones one, basically. Yes, 
The one okay. with like, like the one with like Yoda and Mace Windu, like the during the Battle one. of Geonosis. The, the very first one. one that ever Okay. Yeah, because the LAAT is like my favorite, like star. Like at the time, it was like my favorite Star Wars ship ever. And I remember when that, like, I still remember the moment when my mother bought me that, like in 2002. It was like one of the happiest moments of my life. Cause like she just, like, she surprised me with that. And I had no idea she even knew I liked that. And then I remember like getting the uh, 2003 micro series one and having to like look for that. And then like it was one of the very few, then like the figures that I've used to populate that with over time. I actually had to go to eBay to buy because, like, my Toys R Us never had that, like, battle pack in stock. No, those ships, like, again, like, I know, like, right now, like, going back to what I was saying earlier about, like, I'm going to have to sell a bunch of stuff off of my collection just, like, this year. Like, I know both of those gunships, like, I am not getting rid of because, like, I just love them so much. Because, like, you are never going to get that sort of craftsmanship again unless it's, like, a HasLab exclusive. So, yeah, I like, I have one, according to you, I have perhaps one of the worst ones. But there's, no, like, no, no, no. But there's have, like, how no. many variants? Have, there's there's only, how many I'm gunships? Sure. 10? I'm, 12? There, no, no, no. There's not that many. Like, okay, this is the thing about them. This is really weird, like, like getting into the weeds of, like, Star Wars Hasbro modern collecting. I'm pretty sure there's only three variants. There's the one that, there's the 2002 mold. There's the, I want to say, like, 2000, like, nine ten mold and then there's the i could be wrong about this then there's like the 2000 like 11 12 mold which is like the vintage collection one i gotta go to rebel scum right now and like verify all this um deep cut rebel scum my og like collecting website because their photo archive is incredible um for what it was back in the day uh no like you have one of the better molds it just has a really ugly paint scheme it's just got some black on it, really. Like it's not. A whole it's lot it's going ugly. On. It's it's ugly. Don't believe him, folks. It's I a still, very I ugly. Still, it's I not even like called a Republic gunship. It's called a Command one. gunship. Yeah. No, the the Revengeance one's like green, and that's weird. Like it's. I remember when that. I remember seeing that in like Toys R Us in like 2005, and even I skipped over that, and I'm like, this this is ugly, and it's just like like no, like why is it green? It makes no sense. It was more expensive um, than this one, so like that's weird, also. Because it was based off a movie line, not like a side I guess line. So. Yeah. All right. Well, um, this is like this is like proto micro series Clone Wars, like when the figures looks realistic still. Yeah. No, like I said, no. You picked the right thing. Um, okay, it wasn't the Legacy Collection. I'm trying to figure out what it would be under. Uh, vehicles. Blah, blah, blah. This is like the weirdest, like deep cut. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the Vintage Collection one's the last one to come out. Right. Republic attack shuttle, yeah. Uh, Vince, yeah, it's the last modern redo. Where is, okay, there it is. Uh, no, this the the one that released in two thousand. When was this released? Two thousand nine. It was a Toys R Us exclusive, at least in the U.S. Um, it was a Clone Wars era one, and it is slightly different. It is like because like what happens like on the one from the two thousand two mold. The doors don't completely shut on it. It like as you can see, it leaves like what, like maybe what, two three inches of space. The two thousand nine one, com- the doors completely shut, and like the part where like people like can stand up front, that also shuts. It's slightly okay. different because that kind of bothered is, me because like the, the doors mold barely is slightly open. different. Yeah, yeah. I no, this one here. Yeah, I'll send you. The, I'll send you the link on Facebook so you can like compare notes. That was the 2009 one. I've got to now look into the uh, vintage collection one. I don't know what that. Oh god, it's gonna be a nightmare to find that on the. Uh, it's 
the it's amazing rebels come up site if you have good enough headphones right now you can probably hear how interested zinger is in all of this <laughs> <laughs> i mean this is what star wars collecting is it's three and three quarter figures or get the f out all right, I said it's a thing called Legos. I mean, whatever. No, Legos are Legos are dumb compared to Hasbro. Whoa, was oh. there one? Was there one Lego Republic gunship like ten years ago? Yeah, and it's out of print. And it's expensive, and people want it. By the way, I got to see the Star Destroyer in person, like a fully built one in person. And after making sweet I love to it, Ellie had to pull me away. From it. <laughs> well, at least she stopped you before As- you put out a carpet and started praying to it. I mean, <laughs> I came close. <laughs> I love that. That thing is huge. I love that. Oh, also, like real quick, like, like not to derail this conversation any further than we're currently at. God dang it. Um, do I have to rerail but, it afterwards? Maybe. Like, okay. Uh, this is a weird tangent, but like, I think it's, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast. But like I am a slave to like my nostalgia of yesteryear. I think everybody knows that like if you listen to Cinematis, I've definitely talked about this. Like I grew up in Florida, and like my ideal time frame of existence was like early 2002 to early 2004. And one thing I've always craved for the last like almost 20 years was Pepsi Blue. If anybody remembers that, soda. I remember Pepsi Blue. I love Pepsi Blue. And for the last 20 years, every single time I walk into like a grocery store gas station, I see a blue soda. I get my like I get excited. I'm like, oh man, like they bring it back. And I've been disappointed every single time for 20 years. Except a couple days ago, I walked into a grocery store on my way home from work and I found out they had Pepsi Blue. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm not kidding. I literally cleared the entire case out and I bought like a dozen bottles of it. And then I found out they're re-releasing Pepsi Blue for this summer. But you're probably wondering, Zach, why are you talking about a soft drink on a Star Wars podcast? Well, let me tell you, Fred, because this drink is what I exclusively drank in the summer of 2002 when Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones came out. So at some point next month, May 2021, there will be a Cinematis recording. Or Let me rephrase that. A nice of Vader recording done under the guise of a Cinematis recording where we talk about Star Wars episode, episode two, Attack of the Clones, and the featured snack will be Pepsi Blue. That will happen okay. at some point. Okay. That is wonderful. And I and I mean <laughs> we're, we're we're still we're still veering like veering off here, and I know we're sort of wrapping up. I just want to say a couple things. I can't let that sort of prequel trilogy Pepsi moment passed by without saying that I'm the recent owner of the episode one vending machine insert for episode one. And Do you I have, have one of those now? I, I have you nowhere really to put have it. one of those? I, re- I honestly oh God, have Chris. one. I, it's in storage. I have nowhere to put it, but I do have one. And my ultimate goal is to sell it to a perhaps a hotel that has a Pepsi machine that will fit it and only under the condition that they'll put it in. That's that's where I'm going <laughs> with this. But um, so I did recently get one of those in the last two months. It's glorious. Um, I don't know what to do with it, but it came up locally at a price that... Yeah, it was a deal I couldn't refuse. Let's put it that way. Chris, um, what was that time you came to visit me in New York? You gave me like an option of three. No, no, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Didn't you have the option of buying like an Attack of the Clones like promo like display for something? You're like, should I listen, do this? Oh my gosh. Okay, so check it out. That actually came up recently. So what that was was an Attack of the Clones um, 
press screening premiere ticket. No, uh, this is something different. This is like a promo thing for like a display in the store. The oh, thing, like, the, this is months ago. Of the stuff I had with me that day. No, no, no not that day. Not that day. This is I, I got my stories confused. Okay, well, I this mean, is in the I, Facebook group. You were like, you had some sort of like promo thing for like Toys R Us or Target for Attack of the Clones or maybe even well, Walmart. Well, for I, know, now I, I know I definitely posted this press screening ticket in the Facebook group. So I, I feel like that's what you're conflating here. But that's coming my way eventually because I've collected the appropriate trade items to get that from the guy who has it. Yeah. I, I, it's yeah. funny, like it's funny how like the Attack of the Clones promo stuff is infinitely more valuable now because there was so little of it in two thousand two. Oh, because like, everybody was so burnt of, out on Phantom Menace. You're thinking what? of the the massive Doritos store display, which yes. I also have. yes, I, yeah, yeah, I, I want have that. A, that's that's the thing that like I feel like at some point, like like you and I are going to meet up and be like, Chris, like like how do I get, like, how do I buy that from you? You don't without, understand, like, like you don't understand, like check. Justin. Here's where we are at that point. So since I've collected that and posted it in the Facebook group, I've moved to a I've moved to a smaller place, and I can't get rid of it. So like, well, we can work something out. Like, you know, my problem is Chris. Like, I'm afraid of is like what I'm doing now as a Star Wars fan. Like in their like late twenties, almost early thirties, I'm buying random things. Like I have like certain things that like I don't know what to do with. Like I do you remember the fur real Chewbacca they made for Solo? Or like, yeah. you can, like cradle him and he'll fall asleep. I yeah. found that like at a GameStop, like on clearance for like twenty dollars. <laughs> I was like, how do I not buy this? Well, I'm like, it's, I, it's, if I don't buy this, like I will I will hate myself for like eternity. It's like, like those um it's like those Sphero the Sphero stuff. Like they've lost the license. Oh, yeah. They've lost the license. But like let me tell you, like if you got if you any of you listening get the chance to pick up the Sphero R2D2. That thing is amazing. Like, don't sleep on it. The app is still available. They've lost the license. That app's going to disappear at some day. Like, that thing is like a fully animated with lights and sounds R2-D2 that, like, is super accurate to what you see on screen. And and uh, they've lost the license. So, they like, did. you know, get it while you can because the app's still up there right now. The problem with that, you know, what the problem with the R two D two was was that like that was like after they burned out like their fan base with like the BB eight and like all the accessories and they did like BB nine. Yeah, no one like, noticed. This sucks. And everyone no gave one noticed up on, that they that. did a way better job with the Astromex than they did with the BB units. Like yeah. it's a shame. Like I literally, like I still have like my BB eight I got from Barnes and Noble on Forest Friday in twenty fifteen, like on my desk. I am literally holding it right now. Yeah, I have that. But, like I have that and the R two, but the, they did a way better job with the R twos. Well, yeah, yeah, but whatever. They should done BD one. Of course, I love BD one. But any, but yeah, but sorry. So like you were, were you were trying to wrap up, and um, I just want to. I was we, unsuccessful. Before, <laughs> before, before we do that, I just want to remind everybody that um, if you feel like you don't get, and this is somebody who's like, I'm not that much of a shell. I've only been on it a couple times. But if you feel like you don't get enough Knights of Vader really do check out Cinemodities because they do, despite Rob's best wishes, they do end up (laughs) talking about Star Wars stuff like 90% of the time for at least five minutes. So like you should probably check out. Yes, what's what's going on? Okay, we'll we'll get to that in a moment. Is there anything else you have to add to this conversation or are you a spent? 
Um, I, I got two things to add. One, I'm I'm impressed that that you're able to post on Facebook during this record, Zach. Thank you for doing that. Um, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm glad. Can you, please I, tell, can you please tell the audience what I posted, what meme picture, and what it is? Um, no, I was talking about you changed your personal page, his background to a picture of Thomas the Tank Engine bricked up in a tunnel. No, okay. Two things. A, I'm really impressed. You said Thomas the Tank Engine and not Thomas the Train. Ten, ten, like, like applause points to you for that. And two, it's Wait. not Thomas in that picture. It's Henry when they put Henry. Oh, in the I Henry don't know the tunnel. difference. Wait, I love that picture. For bad or good? You get the applause for the fact that you said Thomas the Tank Engine because that's what it's called at that point, and didn't become Thomas and Friends until like the 2000s. Oh, because but I only you lose it when those I was a points because. But like you lose points because you said it was Thomas and not Henry. And it's Henry in the tunnel. Yes. And you also post on Knights of Vader. Picture of Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, Jar Jar. Do you hear that? That's the sound of a million unsold. Yeah, figures. Yeah. Yeah. Constable Zuvio. Chris, yeah. are we okay? This is the million dollar question I have to ask both of you, Chris and Zanger. When are we gonna actually get Constable Zuvio? In a Star Wars property where he has like dialogue, like I, I want you don't remember Constable Zuvio, like like the biggest controversy since Rick Oley in the Star Wars fan base. Oh God, do I have to look up stuff? Thought we were ending this. I I like the fact that Chris knows exactly what I'm talking about, and Zenger's like Constable Zuvio, Rick Oley. What? Well, what is going on right um, now? Let's put it. Let's put it this way. Um, Constable Zuvio has infinitely. Well, that's an overstatement, but substantially less screen time than Rick Olay. But he has a black Rick Olay at least and, talks. And Rick Olay does not. Yeah. Wait. Who do you think is going to win that Instagram contest for uh, fans' choice? Who do you think is going to win? Who is this character? Con- yeah, that's right. Um, exactly the question everyone should be asking. But he, I think, didn't he show up in Mandalorian or like a f- something close to him in the background of the cantina or something like that? I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, but I'm not aware of it being right. Um, I'm pretty sure he did. Zuvio was in a short story. Uh, apparently, references a cut force. Wow, and it's got um, keeps showing images of just stacks on stacks on well, stacks of these just sitting. But you know. Hasbro Hasbro fan vote. The chant the choices are Ahsoka Vintage Collection, the first one, uh, uh, Old Republic Commando from the Old Republic MMO, Star Killer, and Weakway. I think is the last one. And of between those four, my prediction is Ahsoka because those Ahsoka fanboys can just not help themselves. Even though Star Killer is clearly the best choice of the four, obviously. In, uh, how do I put this in Donald Trump voice? Wrong room. Well, you you better use like state state your opinion so that it can be recorded for the record when you find out that you're actually wrong. But go ahead. Because we're never going to get that old Republic tro- trooper figure unless it wins a fan choice vote. So, like at some point, they, we got a goddamn Jackson figure. There's no reason why Star Killer won't come down the pike at some point. And Ahsoka's inevitable considering, like, the fact that we're getting, like, Hot Toys figures of her. Like, that's inevitable that Hasbro will circle back around her. I'm just, we no, are never I'm just getting that old Republic Trooper figure. Yeah, but it's a fan vote, though. So, like, if the votes are if the votes are real, I'm saying Ahsoka because that thing's going for $1,000. I'm all recounted. 
Exactly. But I'm saying if we're just going, which one of those is the most expensive by people who want it? It's Ahsoka. But the thing about those, like if you look at like Star Wars, like Hasbro collectors, the collectors know that like if you wanted, you could have found Ahsoka in like 2000, what, 13? Like if you tried, because that was like when collecting was like at its like, like worst. But like their old Republic Trooper was like non-existent unless you ordered it off like Entertainment Earth in like 2014. Yeah, it was the vintage collection version was like a European exclusive or something. And exactly. Like That's what I mean. Like, like whereas Starkiller and Ahsoka were available if you at least had the initiative to go find them, the Old Republic Trooper, nobody ever got that. I've even heard stories about that figure showing up at like wholesale or like places like in like 2016. Like I've heard stories about that being like, oh, like we found like, like we found like 40 of those there. Cause like it just trickled in like just very sparse places. Cause like it never got the, like, and it wasn't even the uh, vintage collection version. It was like the overseas black series version. Right. Well, you know, I, I don't, I don't care much for the uh, old Republic trooper because as, I love as that. I love that as, character design so much. <laughs> It's all I right, it. but it's a clone trooper to me at the end of the day. And, as any, and that's why as it's any, great. As any good Old Republic fan knows, it's all about Nice Old Republic 1 and 2 and forget that phony baloney MMO. So like those for, those cinematic trailers are nothing short of phenomenal. Like great. those are what got me through like 2011 and 12. Fantastic. Like those just it, I completely agree. I remember being in school when those trailers dropped and being amazed by it. But like when it comes down to the, like which of those three actual games was good, the first one. I hope they remaster those soon because I'd love to play them. But uh, there's like, a rumor going around that they are working on it. That rumor's been going around for a decade now. Until I, it's kind of like the like Terry Gilliam like Don Quixote. Until I'm sitting in the theater watching it, I am not like believing it. Shut up, Zach! You kill my dreams, and I don't appreciate it. All right, this is my question for Chris. This is one final collector's question for Chris before I. I before want to I tell my this. soda story at some point. I have. We will, that can be that can be your moment of Zang. How about that? Okay. Yeah, I actually okay. know what that works perfectly. Okay. Final final collector's question for Chris. As we all know on this podcast, we are big fans of Palpy. Emperor Palpy is like the greatest Star Wars character ever. His best incarnation is Seth MacFarlane. Yes. The second best Great. version, the second best version is like, 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 well, God, d- like falling apart corpse from Rise of Skywalker. For no the Rise of Skywalker, both Funko and Diamond Select has have produced toys of this incarnation of Palpy. Why is it that Hasbro has not created a Emperor Palpatine, Rise of Skywalker figure, considering that is Palpy at his most Palpiest, Chris. Because answer the question. Because there is no fundamental difference between Return of the Jedi Palpy and that Palpy. He's wearing red. Yeah, he's got I, like a belt listen, on. Listen, if there's like, 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 don't get me wrong. I really don't care for most of the opinions of one Mr. Star Wars theory. But if the, if anything tells me that, that the sequel trilogy is not canon, like if in my heart of hearts, if there's anything that tells me seven, eight, nine are not part of one to six, it's the fact that the force can magically transfer part of clothes, red rather than black over an instance. (laughs) 
<laughs> I like how that doesn't answer my question, but I got an answer. I got an answer that I could never have hoped for. Like it, it's infinitely better than I could have ever asked for. So you know what? I'll take it. I love it. I love the fact that Palpatine just able like the dyad somehow gives him a new wardrobe. I love it. That movie unintentionally brilliant. Unintentionally brilliant. Fight me, everybody. I will I will fight like I will die on that hill to defending the rise of Skywalker. Oh god, JJ. I never thought I would say to defend defend your film, but here we are. Alrighty, anything else? Are we ready to wrap this up? I just want to watch this video about how Star Wars comics reveal Vader rejected Palpatine as his master before Return of the Jedi. Okay, so concludes this episode of the Knights of Vader, a Star Wars podcast. Check out the Facebook group, type Knights of Vader in the Facebook, and you will find us there waiting for you. Uh, email us, kovpodcast at gmail.com. I have some emails I know I need to talk about. Uh, everyone who's emailed us, I apologize, but uh, yes. I am insanely busy. Um, if you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on. Thank you to An Inspiriority Complex for providing our theme song. Check out the show notes to hear more from them. Uh, if you want to hear more from me, come check out the Cinematis podcast. We are talking about the 2021 Fort Year, where we talk about 2001 blockbusters. The latest episode is Rob and I talking about Tom Green's absurdist masterpiece, Freddy Got Fingered. Huh. Check it out, folks. It, it is the highlight of the fort year, hands down. But when you're not listening to Rob and I talk about Freddy Got Fingered, where can people find you, Zanger? Uh, you can find me on Zingness talking about nerdy topics every week. Uh, Zach, when will this episode be released? Because I might have another announcement I need to make. Uh, sooner rather than later. So I would hope at the very least uh, tomorrow, maybe depending on how I feel, maybe even like tomorrow morning. All right. Well, on that note, I've got an announcement. Um, definitely. You bought another helmet. No, but this pertains to that. Um, definitely check out the Zingness feed. Uh, me and Ellie have decided to do a special. Um, a special. We are working on something and it will come to fruition on may the 4th um is it the avengers endgame episode no 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 that's that's still another thing um has, has ellie seen avengers endgame no yet? no not, not. She's, she's almost <laughs> there she's almost there the she's loki series to, is pushing her she's she's up to avengers age of ultron no she's past there she's past there she's um guardians of the galaxy volume spider-man two. spider-man far from wow home. That's where she wow. stopped at because it's not currently streaming, so she has to actually Wait, use the Blu-ray. How is she I, far from home? That's after Endgame. Spider-Man Homecoming. There we go. Okay. Is that Spider-Man Thank Homecoming? Now I, Sorry. Now I feel better. Do a better job naming your movies, MCU. Um, no, the announcement is this. Um, we are doing a test of seeing people's interest. On May the 4th, we will be li- releasing the first episode of the Zing the Side Project called Zing Wars. It will it be exclusively focusing on Star Wars content. I'm, of course, as long as Zach will still let me on here, going to keep doing Knights of Vader, but it will be a Star Wars-focused thing for Zingness. This is where I get I like, kicked off the show, I, by the way. I, 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 I don't know if I like this. Like, folks, I feel, I feel a little, I feel some, like, I feel a little uh, stepped on. I feel like my toes are being stepped on right now. I don't know if I can permit this to happen. Uh, Chris, I don't know about you, though, but I feel threatened right now. <laughs> 
I, I think well, we, I think we might have to take take a bat to this Zeng war. Like nonsense. I said, what is this? It is a test thing we are doing. So yeah, this this yeah, this could be a torpedo in the water during this <laughs> test. But uh, you hear it from me. Well, you know, I I I can't I I can't feign uh, innocence here. I I might have also been on a consecutively released alongside Knights of Vader podcast that also referenced recently what? released Mandalorian episodes. What but, and, is going but, um, on right now? But, you I'm know, a, I, what, I, what God, really I'm out of the game for a little while. What, I start having delusions. Everyone starts having delusions of grandeur. What is it? <laughs> What it really comes down to is the fact that you know, you, Zach, you need to follow that 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 host Facebook chat a little more. It's like we got some great ideas <laughs> oh, flowing God. in there. We're talking about a lot of good stuff. We like we'd all love to do more Knights of Vader. So there's no there's Chris. No do you want there. me to give you my phone number? Is this what this is about? The fact that you don't have my phone number because I know it's a very sore topic in the private like group chat. <laughs> No, it's well. You know what? It's more to me is I like to outsource. If I can get Joe or Zenger to send you annoying text messages, and I don't have to, like that works for just fine for me. You're telling me if I post my phone number in the group chat, you will sit there. Like, do you want it right now? I will bleep it out. Do you want it right now, Chris? I will give it to you at this point. Oh God! It's on deals. I'm just. I'm just saying. What's, just what's that phone I, number? One eight hundred true fan. Back what Star Wars collecting was back in the early two thousands. I'm just saying. Speaking speaking as a longtime listener and occasional participant of Knights of Vader, lots of Maybe people would like if we, did, if we did more. <laughs> I know. I agree. Except except there's not enough hours in a day. Trust me, folks. I would like to do more. I just don't have the time to do it. <laughs> Remember, this used to be a weekly podcast. Like like I. I Trust me, as somebody who's had a again, there's an entire episode devoted to what happened last year. I don't think I need to explain again why I can't do this on a, like a weekly basis anymore, unless there's like new content. If there's new content, I will be more than happy to do it. But I'm not going to devote it like a weekly level, just being like, okay, so in this week, Hasbro is releasing a Jackson figure. Why? We don't know, but. I cannot Star Wars theory this mother. Like, I cannot. Like, oh, I am no, not going to be that level of I mean, fandom. Hold on, wait a second. Let, let me see what else we got here. Uh, oh, God, I'm, 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 I'm reading stupendous stuff because I feel like that's worse. Well, yeah, but nobody takes that seriously. That's like Mike Zero level. Is Mike Zero why, still out there? Like, I've lost why track. Why some clones hated and others loved Django Fett? <laughs> okay. I'm going to wrap this up. Zanger, what is your wait. moment of Zang? Um, when I um actually actually much like you with your with your Pepsi Blue, which I did have when I was younger, so cool! I can't wait to have that again. It's gonna bring me back to like the summer of the nineties. Um, no, it's my moment. It's two thousand two. You got whatever. it. Brings you close back. enough. Close enough. <laughs> e- either e- either way, it's like twenty years ago, and that scares me. Um, my moment of Zang is uh they brought back Surge, and I mentioned I was like super excited because apparently one of the gas stations there had Surge, and I was. At my old job, and I'm like, oh man, I can't wait. I'm gonna go get Surge. And one of the other employees turns around and goes, What the heck, Surge? And I'm like, You don't know what Surge is? And he goes, No. And I'm like, When were you born? Like, how do you not know this? And that was the moment I felt my age hit me that I was speaking to somebody that had no clue what Surge was, and it blew my god dang mind. You know what's amazing about that? They also brought back Dirge, and no one knows what that is either. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect way to end one, this episode. Two, Fantastic, Chris. There's a reason why we keep you around beyond your extensive knowledge of Star Wars collectibles. Alrighty, folks. Good night, but not goodbye. Goodbye.
And as always, may the force be with you.